Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. I'm your girl, your host, Adriana, aka OG Adriana, if you nasty. And y'all, I am back. Um, Shout out to consistent motherfucking schedules because I just dropped an episode last Friday. And we back on this Friday. Um, and I am very excited for this episode to drop because we have a very special conversation with a very dope ass artist, creative, all that shit. Goddamn. Um, I don't know, friends. I'm really kind of hopping into my journalist bag. Um, if you know, you know, like I've always like had this random dream of just picking people's brains and just exploring art through mental health and through like someone's own creative path, because I feel like that tells so much more of the story or of an artist's story than the art itself. Um, So getting to have these experiences where I do get to like pick the brains of creatives, black ones, especially, um, especially ones from the motherfucking city. Y'all already know. Um, it, It is just so special and humbling. And I just... I love it so motherfucking much and I'm so grateful that people are comfortable enough with me to share little pieces of their story um for whatever reason they're comfortable you know but anyways y'all we gonna get there we gonna motherfucking get there um not to go on too much of a tangent and or too many tangents rather and too many rants because like I said we got things to get to, um, just to like recap the current events of the world. Um, so first of all, there, there has been a leak of some drafted, I guess, proposals to overturn Roe versus Wade. I haven't looked too much into this story simply because, um, I mean, political documents get leaked all the time. Um, I, that, that is definitely a genre (laughs) of, things that I can go down a rabbit hole in um really really quickly so I I definitely just tried to stay away mostly because like dog all of this this is a very colonized conversation it's very interesting because I actually just saw a meme that basically said dog nigga like women have birth control literally inside of us like we can use our intuitive nature as birth control we can use these plants and these herbs that were given to us um as birth control and we've talked about this on this podcast we've talked about like safe ways to um get things out of your goddamn uterus you know um especially when it comes to like herbal medicine and these traditional medicines of our people this indigenous medicine right um we've been doing this 
like nigga we have been doing this like i know for me personally if everything if anything starts growing in my uterus and i am not comfortable with it growing in there goddamn listen <laughs> parsley going right up the vagina goddamn black cautious taking it goddamn um but i say all that to say like <sighs> The more invested we get in politics, and granted, we are very invested in politics as a society, but the more we continue to invest in politics, the further away from the real mission of the the fucking planet and the universe we are getting. Energetically, politics is should not be a thing. Energetically, these politics, these white ass systems, these white ass laws that are are made to scare people, these fucking all the propaganda, all the things I feel like are put into place just to further separate us from our ancestors, nigga, our ancestral practices. Like I know your grandmama had a motherfucking concoction of lemon and honey somewhere in her cabinet in the fridge. Like nigga, like we've been doing this dog. So um, especially when politics like intersects like medicine, which it does a lot in Western societies. We y'all know we've talked about big pharma. Just I, I would just advise anyone listening to to be mindful of the ways in which y'all are really ingesting this political propaganda, <laughs> these political stories and these political like gaslighting situations these data leaks like they happen all the time um be mindful of the ways in which you are ingesting those simply because like nigga it's all there for a reason all of none of these systems are going to change with the motherfucking vote none of these systems are going to change by you know employing more people into more good people quote unquote into these systems you know like nothing's gonna change until all of the shit is burned down and i just stand on that um so dog women if you are scared i would um or if you feel weary about the conversation um of our bodies being politicized y'all it's been happening since the beginning of time and we have the divine feminine power to really overturn that um unfortunately that divine feminine power has been very tainted by this world and the society we live in, whether that be the infiltration of toxic masculinity under the guise of feminism. Goddamn, and we can talk about it. We have talked about it. Um, <clears throat> the just white supremacy, um, white woman tears as a political concept and political system. Um, goddamn, just y'all getting back to our roots getting back to the practice of our ancestors um a community period healing motherfucker as a radical act of activism goddamn all of the things right um get back to it so anyways y'all see i've already ranted a little longer than i wanted to but just to continue with these um current events um that nigga kevin samuels died definitely um rest in peace to his soul um and keeping his family and thoughts in my prayers <laughs> um or like his family and my thoughts and prayers see i can't even have a correct sentence um about this and okay i'm gonna have to put on do not disturb because i'm over here getting messages um hey siri do not disturb 
Okay, now this bitch don't even... Hey, Siri, do not disturb. Okay. I turned on do not disturb. Per as you should. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. I hope his soul is resting. I hope that um his legacy was fulfilled in the way that his spirit wanted to, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um what else? Oh, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, um officially engaged. I do not like the song in the video, but I or I do not like the song in which the engagement proposal thing was portrayed um in the video for, but that video fucking phenomenal shout out to rihanna asap um for all that love and the baby and all the ting and i'm sure the dick and the pussy and all the sex is fucking phenomenal dog that was a very awkward sentence about sex like dog <laughs> please send help <laughs> no nah, but shout out to asap and rihanna of course y'all know we stand rihanna over here i've always been an og like rihanna fan um where the music is concerned first and foremost um yeah but um fuck moving right along um my past week y'all um it's i've been in like in a mentally weird place nigga i am really dealing with grief and the fucking grief of my papa is very hard i don't know how to deal with it <clears throat> mostly because i have <clears throat> this understanding of death and spirituality that is very sometimes morbid but it is very like ancestors first and it's very connect with my ancestors um however not physically having this nigga here be pissing me off especially when i go through certain situations and i do not i do not feel comfortable talking to everyone like it, it's so interesting because I do know that this is something that I am working through, um, being able to lean on community in the way that I feel like all black people and I preach to all black people, um, to lean on community. You know, I have, I really struggle with that because, you know, growing up, this nigga was literally the only human that I truly felt loved by and truly felt protected by, um, and truly felt was invested in me and my growth as a human um i did not feel that way from a lot of adults all most other adults in my life i think there's only one person my aunt who um i i've felt that for i, I felt that from genuinely but my papa just our connection never stopped you know from the day i was born until the day that he passed away um this nigga was literally my best human friend so not having your best human friend who also happens to be um an ancestor like an actual fucking blood relative um who raised you like that shit is it's very hard it's very very difficult for me so um i i'm constantly seeing this trend of me um grieving him and i i'm definitely like i've said before like in the angry stage of grief because nigga i am pissed i'm fucking pissed off that i can't call this nigga like it really hurts my soul that i cannot hear his voice that i cannot physically feel his touch like on this on the physical plane of the earth you know, I get reminders from the spirit realm that he's around me all the time. I feel him around me all the time, you know, but not being, a, not having that physical, physical connection with this nigga. Ah, it's so hard and annoying. But other than that, you know, my, my week has been kind of chill. You know, I got to hang out with my, my little bae, 
got to hang out with um his creative homie partner who I fucking love his brain and how it works um which was always a dope time um getting to know like this man through his people is very beautiful and um I I'm very grateful to have this experience for sure um also um yesterday was Cinco de Mayo um shout out to the battle of motherfucking Pueblo and the Mexican people gaining independence from these white ass niggas in France. You feel me? Um, so uh, shout out to them. Um, or yeah, shout out to them. Goddamn, but shout out to the my siblings for throwing a cool little shindig last night. Um, and eating vegan food. Um, and my sister made non vegan food, and we had tequila and margaritas and shots and chamoy y tajin y piña, and it was fucking beautiful it was just a great ass time the kids were singing and dancing around and we were singing and dancing around it was really cute um but yeah other than that you know my week is coming to an end it's literally friday this episode is literally getting to you guys today um so yeah i that's the end of my goddamn week um so yeah just a recap of last week's episode that was entitled thought prevention program featuring a another dope ass creative artist in the city of said boss shout out to him for being here on this podcast and chopping it up for up with me for a little bit um we talked about the music we talked about the field as per usual we talked about him being a dad we talked about new music to come y'all i the the promo video that I posted for that episode is up and live on our podcast Instagram where we post podcast updates and aesthetic things at organic with OG. Um and it features in the background there's there's some there's some words going on, nigga. That song that I mentioned last week, um by said boss, that unreleased motherfucking gym. Y'all, y'all tap in because once the song drops, like, I, it's just so special. I just feel like this nigga really has him one for real, for real. So shout out to said boss for gracing us with his presence. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, obviously go back and listen, but now let's get into the things I am currently motherfucking ingesting. I said motherfucking a lot. I feel like Samuel L. Jackson or some shit per. All right, so y'all know when I say the things that I am currently ingesting, I mean all the many ways in which that you can ingest things, not just by physically eating, chewing things up, and sending it through your digestive tract, but um, by like ingesting things into your aura by way of your habits, the company you keep, um, the things that you are listening to, all the things that have effect on our spirits and i kind of use this segment as an accountability tracker if you don't know now you know um just to track the things that i am ingesting so i can kind of be mindful about my moods and be mindful about times in which i need to uh, adjust the things that i am allowing into my space into my energy field and my aura and shit um that maybe are not making me feel the best and maybe incorporate more of the things that when I notice that I'm ingesting them, I feel a lot better. So I say all that to say, nigga, <laughs> this week, as far as food, drinks, and supplements, y'all, I've been taking my sea moss. I have been eating hella chia pudding. I actually got chia pudding at the beginning of like last weekend. Um, 
while I was at work from first watch, I was just craving the fuck out of that. So I was, I ate that. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm not about to be buying first watch every day because now I want chia pudding every day. So, um, we talked about this plenty of times on the podcast. I do use, um, generally I use, um, like a loose version of first watch cafes, chia pudding so i was able to make some of that y'all and i make delicious chia pudding shout out to h-e-b also their h-e-b like brand it's like h-e-b natural peanut butter or something like that but um the peanut butter is freaking delicious um i love it and it is perfectly soupy and oily like i like it um i do like thick peanut butter but for my chia pudding and stuff, I really like when I can just pour the peanut butter over it and drizzle it and it's just delicious. So H-E-B Natural Select, I think is what it's called, peanut butter. So freaking good. Um, Yeah, I don't know what else. Nothing really I've been ingesting. I have been ingesting coffee. I am drinking an iced coffee right now. The Starbucks, if you know what you know. Um, But yeah, I'm drinking an iced coffee and... I think I've been pretty good, honestly, with my caffeine ingestion lately. I've been proud of myself, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm drinking the iced coffee. And I think I'm doing a very good job at being able to integrate coffee into my life without being addicted. Granted, this is a week. So, nigga, we gonna see what happens. Um, so, I know last week I did talk about the fact that I was just eating so much fucking cheese. I definitely noticed it. My skin wasn't skinning the way I needed it to. Um, my digestion system wasn't digesting. My digestive system, rather, um, was not digesting in the way that I needed it to digest, honey. So, um, yeah, this whole week I've eaten completely vegan. Um, I do think I had cheese last night. Um, I not think, but I did have cheese last night because my sister makes delicious fucking queso. Shout out to Cinco de Mayo, as I said earlier, <laughs> um, because we had a fantastic time and ate all of our favorite foods, which is Mexican food. I, y'all, y'all know the vibes. I eat tacos all the fucking time. Um, Oh, I have tweaked my Brussels sprouts recipe um, to add lemon juice. And I've actually been making it in a cast iron on the stove, like low and slow. Mm, and they, mm, that might be my new way to make Brussels sprouts. They are so fucking good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for like food and drink and things. Um, as far as media, nigga, I had no clue that Lizzo had a motherfucking competition show on Amazon Prime. Um, and allegedly a lot of people have known this. Um, but yeah, I've been watching Lizzo's little big girl competition show. Um, I don't remember exactly what it's called, and it's cute or whatever. That that's definitely like the genre of reality show that I like. So yeah, shout out to Lizzo for having a fucking Amazon Prime series. That's really dope. Um, y'all, I have also speaking of Amazon Prime, I have also been watching bewitched on amazon prime if you don't know that is like an old ass show um i forget the old ass white ass actors um but that it's a really good show and they addressed like racism which i thought was like really dope for a fucking show in the 60s um and yeah it's just some good wholesome white entertainment for my life that I've been watching a lot. Um, I've been really intrigued just by old Hollywood. Like I'll probably watch Carmen Jones today. Like I've just been like really intrigued by this. Like, 
I don't know, that feminine energy from that time. Um, I feel like women were very beautiful, although they were very like submissive and quiet and uh, kind of reserved um, when it came to their husbands. Um, I, I don't know, just I, I feel like the women during that time were very beautiful. I loved how they spoke and talked and I just said that, spoke and walk, it walks in fucking, I don't know, just the energy has been very interesting to watch. Nigga, I watched Waiting to Exhale the other day. I was going through it, nigga. I was crying and shit. I, and I can recite Waiting to Exhale, like, almost verbatim. So, I don't know. I just love having that feeling. Like, nigga, honestly, I kind of want to watch Waiting to Exhale again today. I just love that movie. It's, like, literally an anxiety comfort for me. Um, Neurodiverse gang, y'all already know. A lot of people um, who, like, repeat movies and will watch the same things over and over again. It's literally an anxiety coping me mechanism. It's, like, a kind of way of self-soothing because you know what's going to happen. Everything's, like, predictable. There's no surprises. And especially during the week that I have... Um, um, that I had, I don't feel like getting into anything new. That's why it's very hard for me to watch movies because nigga, I feel like I deal with so much mentally all the time that I just need a familiar fucking thing to watch. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but moving right along. Cause as far as media, honestly, I haven't been watching anything else besides that. Y'all I've been watching Bewitched, um, listening to a lot of music which we are getting to y'all um shout out to buddy i just recently listened to his new album um called super ghetto my favorite songs on there ain't fair oh i fucking love that happy hour featuring t-pain so fucking dope um bad news is a vibe fucking um he has like two records with tanache and ari lennox those two are very solid records i fucking love so shout out to buddy um for that phenomenal project buddy is <coughs> a phenomenal artist in my brain i think that he is so dope and I think that he's just so creative and charismatic. I was actually speaking to an artist off the record, honey. And <clears throat> I asked them, so how much of you, the human, intersects with you, the artist? And it was 100%. And nigga, I think that is so valuable. And I think artists like that artist that I talked to and Buddy and other people who just refuse to use gimmicks and refuse to use any sort of dramatics or theatrics to translate how what they're really going through in their art and it's literally sheer art into reality and reality into art like oh that is so beautiful and I think Buddy has something has like that quality and yeah I appreciate that a lot a lot and you can definitely tell nigga I am clearly in love right because I have been listening to this Kehlani album shout out to Dominique because um I, I think it's so interesting that she um doesn't get the album at all and it like sonically it just doesn't fucking fit her vibe but nigga it is full of fucking soft ass romantic love songs that i love like the end of that album goes so crazy and even like y'all i i really like the album shout out to kaylani like there are definitely songs that i skip a few um songs that I skip, but nigga, I have Melt on repeat. That shit makes me cry instantly. More than I should featuring Jesse Reyes. I, I just love that song. Fuck a passcode, bitch. She cut off mad hoes. God damn it. Um, Y'all, I... Shout out to Kaylani. Like, the shit is fucking 
I, I just love it. And I love all the simp. Ah, big simp energy. Um, Speaking of big simp energy on the opposite side of the spectrum, y'all, you know, I got to do my research. And I told y'all I was going to listen to this future album. So I have listened to the future album. And nigga, there are songs that I like. He has this motherfucking jam, the a hit called wait for you featuring tims and drake so he used the the higher the so tims has a song called higher which i have ranted about so much on this podcast but um it's it's like the it's like a hook that's like i will wait for you for you i will wait for you or something like that i will wait for you so it's like, I don't even know like how the actual words go. I'm like, I'm like now trying to figure it out. Like, let the rebel flag. How the fuck does the song go? But either way, Future uses that part that I will wait for you. And he basically like reworks it and he puts Drake in the, sh- oh my God, that's all. <sighs> Y'all know, back in the day <laughs> when Future, you know, had his little jams, the little love songs, like before Turn On The Lights, like the, the, the never, before the never ends, like nigga, Future? Future is an R&B singer, nigga. And I think he does it in a, in a very, in a way that, that I can musically artistically appreciate um i think that nigga is way too be way too old to be on the shit that he be on the antics but i can definitely appreciate the music um a fucking shout out to the guys if you know you know um or for putting me on the song chickens which god damn the girls just want to throw ass and i'm just throwing ass all summer i don't give a fuck if i'm in my bedroom dressed up throwing ass that's just gonna be my vibe and the world We'll have to live with it on my mama. <laughs> but um, other music, nigga, because this is not a future appreciation time because I don't like that nigga. Fuck that nigga future. Um, man, shout out to Teddy the Legacy. Um, Teddy, full disclosure, will eventually have a conversation with your girl for this podcast, which I'm very excited about and humbled and thankful for. Um, but y'all, Going through this man's discography, first of all, he has no skips. Um, I I definitely hold music to a very high pedestal. There are not many artists that have zero skips for me sonically. Um, and but I will say this nigga Teddy the Legacy, all one word. Oh my mama, <laughs> he his discography really has no skips, and the man is so fucking talented and versatile. And y'all. The nigga is the, one of the greatest storytellers of all times. Like he's up there with Kendrick. He's up there with motherfucking, um, Jay-Z. He's up there. The nigga can tell a fucking story dog. And I, that is something that I, as a hip hop head, appreciate a storyteller. Like I do appreciate bars. I appreciate niggas snapping on songs and Teddy has that. Teddy is able to to give us crazy flows and melodic shit in, but the man can tell a story. And that is something that I fucking appreciate. The vulnerability of a storytelling rapper is 
so top tier to me. And there is something so special about someone who can do that, but also make it sound cool. Dog. So shout out to Teddy the Legacy. Go run his entire motherfucking discography. Dog. Um, see, I'm over here getting messages. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll let you know. See, I'm over here reading messages out loud. Shout out to this nigga. I love him so much. What the fuck is wrong with me, Simps? I literally put my phone um on Do Not Disturb or laptop, Mac, you know the vibes. Um, but I literally put the shit on Do Not Disturb so I wouldn't randomly look at messages. And here I am randomly looking at messages. But back to Teddy the Legacy. Go run this nigga's discography. It is so dope. He is an amazing talent. And I just feel like you don't come across humans who are that artistically like in tune and who know their voice for real and can tell stories about their real fucking life and experiences and the experience that they get to witness firsthand um in that way i think there's something so motherfucking special about this guy and i like i said soon come i cannot wait to have that conversation um but yeah if i had to pick some songs by teddy um Definitely Idle Minds. Um, that whole like from the South, is that what it's called? The South Part Two. Something, something or go just go run this nigga's whole motherfucking discography because it really, 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 really is it really is that one for real. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, new sir called Satisfaction. Beautiful. I have not had the chance to watch the video. I have definitely seen clips of this visual it is so so cute i do think that's his wife kelly in the video i could be lying if i'm lying somebody will correct me i feel you <laughs> some virgo ass nigga named dominique who i love and appreciate so much for this will definitely tell me if this is not his wife kelly but i think that's that girl i don't know if that ain't that girl let me know <laughs> um what else have i been listening to oh new jedi um shout out to tyler y'all know we fucking stan tyler he dropped a song called flashy with an artist named um jaron randolph hopefully i'm pronouncing jaron 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 the homie <laughs> so shout out to tyler for that song flashy i ran that a couple of times this morning definitely vibey definitely talking his shit as he does but speaking of my nigga tyler my nigga jedi 512 um, the man has collabed with Nether Friends and they have summoned the man of the hour, the man of the motherfucking hour, Next Gang Fleazy, for an incredible hip hop song. This song actually dropped today. Um, it's so interesting when I posted it, like they didn't even know like it had dropped already so shout out literally literally shout out to nether friends who is a local austin producer and jedi 512 and next gang fleazy for this song called i got style nigga it is listen 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 first of all we already know tyler tyler jedi 502 the motherfucking rapper we already know his bars we already know and the thing is we already know if you know you know about next gang fleazy and we're gonna get to know about him so so much cats out the bag that is our topic of the week on me um but 
y'all, this nigga Fleezy is rapping. The, the nigga said he has bars and he has some shit to get off and he got his shit off for real. So shout out to I Got Style. I'm about to be running that shit so much. I, I can just already feel it. It is definitely my energy. Um, and it's definitely a good song to transition into late spring as we headed into summer. We still got, we still got about a month. We still got a month and a half almost, honestly, of springtime, which I am grateful for. I'm very, very thankful for. Um, but y'all, I got style, nigga. They got him one. It, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, um, there's a song called Him by an artist named Jason Cash featuring Dom Kennedy. That I do not know this Jason Cash person. Um, I guess I will maybe familiarize myself with their discography when I have time, but dog. The the song with Dom that came up today on my um what's it called on my release radar playlist on Spotify. Um yeah, definitely shout out. Shout the fuck out actually to that song because it was really cute. Um, you already know I love me a Dom verse always. I think Dom does just fantastic work um for sure, always. Definitely an OG Dom Kennedy fan, like SoundCloud days. If you know, you know, goddamn. Um, oh, more new music. Mahalia has a new short EP. It's like a three-song EP called In the Club. There is a song called In the Club on there. But my favorite song of these three songs is called Whatever Simon Says. Nigga, phenomenal. A phenomenal record. Um, nigga, it, it's beautiful. It's R&B. Um, it is. It's just an R&B song. And... It's the vibe that I love from Mahalia. Honestly, all three of these songs are just very vibey Mahalia songs. She is coming to the city very, very soon. And I'm very excited to um, hopefully see her, I think, maybe, if time works out. Um, if, I am, if I'm here, if I ain't got nothing enough to do, you feel me? <laughs> um, but that being said, yeah, that's all I've been listening to. Y'all, I have ranted a lot, but now it is time to get into this topic of the week, which is not a topic of the week. It is Adriana hopping into her journalist bag, like I said. And y'all, we got a very special guest in the motherfucking building. So uh, yeah, let's get into it. There we go. Oh, good morning. Good morning, man. I had to fucking jump in this mug manually. I thought the hell was going to let me in on some regular tech shit, and it did. My bad. Oh, you are all good. How are you? I'm well, you know, feeling creative and motivated, that type of stuff. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to wake up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What's the word? How are you doing today? I, you know, I am good. I'm kind of tired, but I'm getting my life together, I think, finally. Yeah, same here. Same here. Oh, well, I'm so excited to talk to you. I guess I will get started and like talk to my people real quick. Um, so guys, if you don't know, and now you know, um, we are joined today by a very special guest who I was a bit apprehensive, right, to have on the podcast because, listen, if you know, you know, right? Um, however, we have this person here who is an artist, who is definitely like a pioneer, right, when we think about Austin, Texas, creativity, music making, and things. Um, this nigga is a whole vocalist who uh, I have a bone to pick with about not dropping a whole ass R&B album, and we will get there definitely. Um, but yeah, we're joined with this guy, the man's next gang, Fleezy. What's up? 
What's the word? What's the word? I did drop a, I dropped the R&B album. It was like an R&B. I ain't gonna say it was an album. It was an EP. It's a little vibe though. The Sad Boy Fleezy shit. So do you, okay. I was gonna ask that, right? Do you consider Sad Boy Fleezy like an R&B album? Um, I would say it was me more flexing my R&B ability, but I wouldn't say it was full on R&B. Like, nah, like the project that I'm working on currently is like full on singing like no rapping like that type of shit yeah so that's what i've been working on currently oh per okay well listen we will definitely get there we will definitely get there um but i guess to start who are you like at your core like art removed like being a dad removed who who are you uh man i would just say i'm just a regular dude like i don't i mean i'm i'm down to earth i don't really like have superficial uh like morals and shit like that i just live on code like family you know what i'm saying that's big for me so um i would say that integrity is another thing that's big for me so just being you know what i'm saying being the same you when you're not around other people or when you are around people you know what i'm saying um yeah. i think those are really the main two things for me just family and integrity because a lot of it just be a lot of fake shit going on you know and i don't really I don't really like to deal with it. And I'm really more of a loner. A lot of people who know me know that I really don't be around a lot of people unless I consider you like my family because that's just yeah. the way I was raised. Like I, I didn't, really, I had friends, but like my friends was really actually my family, like my cousins and all that other shit. So that's just how I was raised. That's who I am as a person. I'm just a, a family guy, but I'm open. You know, I bring people in if, if I fuck with you and you know what I'm saying? Like if I feel like it's that, then yeah, we can we always fam for life. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's always exactly. all day. No, yeah, I feel that. I love that, though, because, I mean, and I tell people this all the time, you know, like, when they talk to me, like, people that have the same friends. I am one of those people who, if I didn't meet you in middle school, or, like, if you're not, like, my family, chances are, like, you're not about to see me with these people, you know, like, um, and I definitely admire that. There's something that speaks to like a person's character. I feel like when they have these like relationships that in this community that they've like kind of cultivated and like stuck with because people are fucking weird um, and people love switching up and being strange and all that stuff. But and the weird though, Austin has always been a very, very strange place to be from, be in, you know what I'm saying? From, from the time I can think of, you know, since I was born. So like, yeah. I just feel like that's just really the way of the world. Like, you really just got to find the people that you are in sync with and just stay in sync with them. Like, don't try to go too far outside of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people do mix into your lane and you mix into theirs because sometimes you dabble, but majority of the time, you know who you are and who you really deal with. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. For the most part, you know who you can and can't trust with certain things. And it's just like, you have to really be disciplined enough to stick by that because sometimes it's it's enticing to just be like oh man you know what i'm gonna let these people here that people there just because you know they might bring you a certain type of energy but it ain't always the best thing for you to be honest yeah oh i love that and actually we gonna get there but so you're from the city um that is it's always just refreshing you know um when people are from the city and that they're still working in the city and a lot of what they do you can I don't know I feel like Austin is such a very special place especially for black people you know so talk about like growing up in Austin like how how were you as a kid like how do you think growing up in this city specifically as a black person has like shaped your life 
uh, I would say it's opened me up to a lot of different things that um, just being in the South, uh, I feel like in different regions, you wouldn't really get the same type of uh, exposure, if you will. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just be completely direct. You know what I'm saying? We live in a predominantly white city that is Austin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we have our small black communities. And so the black community is really kind of like, we all connected in some type of way. You know all what I'm saying? All connected, so, goddamn. You got to be real careful. In the yeah, state real talk. So, like, growing up here, it's really, like, even though it's a major city, when it comes to, like, the Black community, it's not as, uh, like, diversified or just, you know, like, uh, broad, if you will. We kind of got our own little sections, our own little places we'd be at. And, they, and ever since gentrification, they kind of, like, spread that out. So when I was growing up, I grew up on the Northeast side across the street from LBJ. Uh, so, like, my dad had a duplex over there and like that was just where I where I lived from probably shit I, I want to say I was like pre-k to like sixth grade something like that Jeez, so I was, yeah. Yeah, I was over there for, you a minute. for real okay yeah, I'm from really neighborhood type shit niggas just I just really quiet I don't be you know I don't like to broadcast that shit it just is yeah. what it is if you know you know and a lot of people do know like uh so I just um I was living there and, and you know, my cousins was, uh, so all my family is not from here. My family from the Midwest. So like, we all kind of like our own tribe hmm. here. So like my family, me, so the Tita is my cousin, Swagger P is my cousin, my blood. So we are, our family, like they elders and shit all came down here. So we like created our own little family tribe in austin texas that's just a little fun fact for the world but yeah that's an incredibly fun fact i would not have known that so where in the midwest are your people from uh we from southern illinois like saint right across the bridge from saint louis like literally like 10 15 minutes this little town in illinois called Alton. but that's where all our people from but to give you an understanding of why it's so polar opposite because like my family up there is like real black it's like all black shit Nigga, we yes. don't go nowhere unless it's where the, you know what I'm saying, where the black people at type shit. So I it's mean, like, yeah. get to get that real experience. But then when you come here or they come here, it's like, bro, where where, where are people at? Like, where where do we go to hang out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, I got to dress like this to get in. They ain't going to let me in the way that I come. And we was like, when you from here, you kind of know how to conform and kind of code switch to what the, the you know what I'm saying, what the city standard is, because that's the normal here for us. But like yeah. for people who just come from real down home black experiences and that like that should be a culture shock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't plenty of times like we host family, uh, family members down here as far as just like for family reunions and shit like that. And every time somebody in another generation, they just come down here and they like, man, bro, this what shit crazy. Thing? But they like it though, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's not where they from, you know. So I feel like, and, and then also being from here, I feel like, like it kind of give us this, um, they give us this sense of individuality because we kind of know how to swim in that water. Like, you know, we know how to do, we know how to, uh, to be around people who might not necessarily fuck with us or whatever, but be able to thrive and have to look them in their face and they gotta respect us for what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what I feel like it is for us being black in the city specifically. But yeah, you know, that's my little backstory. That's yeah. that's how it, that's what the city brings to me at this point. No, yeah, I feel that. So, I mean, actually, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit before we get to the music, right? So, mm-hmm. what were you listening to as a kid? 
what <laughs> like what was being played around you how growing up in this fucking weird ass city that is so mm. many things at a time what what were your people listening to what did you gravitate towards musically as a kid so i was raised by my pops so my pops is like real hip-hop head he was born like 73 you know what i'm saying yeah. so like he had me on like the essence of what hip-hop was so like i'm listening to all that type of shit and then yeah. also he's like an r&b dude too like so you know what i'm saying so it's like the best of both worlds for me like i i know yeah. i know all the like rap shit like real rap shit and yeah. then I know like all the real R&B shit, like the the case, the Jodeci, the Joes, and uh, I never forget. Like man, my dad had that fucking um that Joe that uh man, I can't really uh I cannot remember the name of the song, but he had that whole on repeat for like days. Was, was it like, like from his first album? Man, like... yes, it was like the video where he had all the fucking candles and she's like, baby. I'm like, well, that shit is burned into my DNA. I heard that shit so many times when I was a kid. When I got older, I just kind of like, I like, you know how you revisit shit when you're a kid or like when you're an adult. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was he on? He was banging that motherfucker faithfully. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Like, what was Daddy going through? Like, what is it? You know, like, yeah. I did a lot of influence my dad just really put me on a lot of uh, good music stuff you know what i'm saying and then like, when I so, talk about, huh? does, so does your dad like would he consider himself like a music person like he enjoys music like he you know i mean yeah and no because like he enjoys music for what he enjoys it for like i don't feel like he's like a connoisseur of music like mm -hmm. i don't feel like he dabbles outside of the shit that he wouldn't listen to on a normal you know what i'm saying yeah. unless it's like presented to him and it's like, oh, that's tight. But like, I, I'm starting to realize he kind of like follows the trend of what's going on. Like, oh, did you hear about? But I'm like already ahead because I'm yeah. there. So I'm like, I, I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand. Because he's not really trying to keep up because he doesn't really care about it, you know? Exactly. Oh, that's really cute though. So like growing up with your dad, then <clears throat> what was like y'all's dynamic like, like just like, as a dad son combo, like how do you feel like that relationship impacted who you are today? It made me everything I am for real, to be yeah. honest. My pops was like, go. Anybody who know Big Chad, know Big Chad is the goat. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. It ain't even really no other explanation. Like my yeah. dad didn't did a lot of shit. And not only was he there for me, but he was there for my friends too. Cause really, I'm one of the only kids that got their dad in their lives. You know what I'm saying? friends and shit is concerned like my my people around me and you know what i'm saying my pops really stepped up when it came to like being like a male role model and shit and so like for that big chad is always the legend because you know yeah. he, he definitely did what his father didn't do for him for me and my brothers and sisters you know what i'm saying so like it just i can never not give him the, the goat status goat tag you know what i'm saying yeah dog that's really dope i love to hear it freaking love to hear it so you were listening to all this cool stuff and hip hop things, which we are going to get to because I'm definitely, uh, I feel like I'm a hip hop nerd. I feel like I'm a music nerd kind of in general, um, but we are going to get there. But when was the moment, I guess, that you knew that you were talented musically? Shit, I was probably like, uh, I was like 12, 11, something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like 12 or 11. I had came to my dad and was like, hey, I wrote a rap. And he was just like, 
I spit that. So I spit <laughs> it. And shit, he had me run it back because I guess it was hard. Like, real talk, I'm like, shit, all right, I got it then. My pop approved. Like, he wouldn't buy me my first studio time and everything when I when I did the shit. So, like, yeah, he approved of it then. You know what time it is with me. Like, all right, exactly. I got this he went and found, he went and got me a good ass engineer and everything. Like, my dad really been tapped in to the music shit, like low key for a long time, but he really just don't care about it. Like, you know how it's just somebody mm. who, just, who just in the way, but don't care nothing about what they doing. They just cool in the space. Like, mm -hmm. that's my dad, you know what I'm saying? He had like an entertainment company, all kind of shit. So like, I've been exposed to this shit way earlier in the game, you know what I'm saying? Wild. So tell me about like your dad's entertainment company. Like how, how did that work? And like, was he like actively working like when you were like alive and conscious? Oh uh, yeah. He started, I think he started doing it because like I wasn't staying with him at first and then I ended up coming to stay with him more often. So like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Around that time, I don't know what the situation was as far as his work situation or whatever, but shit, that's yeah. when he was going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like he would throw these shows and shit. He had an artist that he was managing, which was his homie from Houston. Mm -hmm. And like they would throw shows at the old show place lanes and shit. And it'd be lit. Yeah. yeah. You know, he used to let me work the door. I got to see what it was about. And then also my uncle, which is my, like, you know, my dad's best friend uh, from my childhood, my uncle. Uh, yeah. He was South Flavors. And he always threw poetry slams and stuff from, like, forever. For, for as long as I can remember, over off of 11th Street, right across the street from Victory Grill. So, like, yeah. I used to always just be tapped into just anything arts wise it wouldn't be a lot of people that were like some people i would run into like oh so you you know what's going on you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it'll be pretty cool though like it's, it's pretty I, i've been tapped in real early whether i wanted to be or not i think like the shit was just chosen for me it wasn't yeah. something i asked for for real oh so you wrote this rap right and you showed your dad um so i guess what was from that moment how has your journey of music making been? Like what, from there to now, goddamn, how has that journey been? Peaks and valleys. That's all I could think of when you was asking that peaks and valleys. It's up yeah. and down. It's high, it's low. But those are the beauty, uh, like beautiful moments in making music. Cause it's just like, sometimes, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm sure it's a common story. Like, you know, life will get in the way and then you'll stop doing what you're doing to like focus on life and then get back to trying to be the guy again, that type of shit. And it's just like, you gotta be consistent at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where um, where I landed myself now. It's just like, I just can never quit. It doesn't matter what I try to do. I just never could quit, so. Yeah. Like I that's that shit catapulted me. Like it's just in my that shit is in me forever. I don't think I'll ever not have a mic to just record or be at some be around somebody who does music or something like that. So even if I'm not rapping or singing or none of that shit, it's gonna be somewhere in my life. Yeah, no, exactly. So like were you writing then, like as a kid, just like writing poetry or just like writing in general? Yep, I loved writing. I used to love writing because writing was a form of like therapy for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was like, to get off all the little bullshit traumas and shit that I was going through at the time through writing, you know what I'm saying? And it just so happened that like, I graduated from doing like poetry and shit like that to like actually just wanting to rap. I had the rap shit on me anyway, cause me and my cousins used to always freestyle, but it was just like, it was more about the words to me, which is why I even, you know what I'm saying? Chose the name I chose any of that is cause like, it's more about words and shit, you know? 
God damn it, we gonna get there. Listen, we are going to get there. But before we do, um, I obviously have to talk about Team Knicks. Um, this interview is definitely a next gang fleazy interview and we are not going to linger there. However, talk about Team Knicks. Like that's family, as you said. So what how what was your journey like? Because you're old, you're like younger than me, like a year younger than me, I think. Maybe I just turned 30 like this uh, last yeah. week. Yeah, no, nah, okay. Happy belated, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. Yeah, I'm, I'm only 29, but yeah, I'm a, I'm the youngest of my guys, though. Yeah, you know you're I mean? young. All my, all my guys is like a couple, at least like three, four years, you know what I'm saying, older than me, but like they just kicked the door in for me for real. Like I was like, really, to be honest with you, I was I was mad flow the artist before I was with Team Next. And then oh. I just was... Like, you know, like I was always with the game and it was just like, yeah. shit, here I'm recording with y'all. We performing on the same shows and I'm like opening up for y'all. So I might as well just, you know, I might as well get down bro. I'm out here with y'all and here in the beach with y'all niggas and all the same shit. So it doesn't matter. Like we all the same guys now, but like, I love my niggas though. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we was able to do what we was able to do early in the game. And I was able to see what I was able to see at the time I was able to see it. Cause a lot of the shit that's going on now, it's a lot of people who just now jumping in the game, who is like around us that didn't get to see the shit that I got to see early as far as shaking people's hands who really in them positions right now. And like, you know what I'm saying? Knowing what it means to be in a room full of stars in a room full of people who actually are making shit happen and not feeling like you starstruck or like you're not supposed to be there and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's been plenty of moments that I was at, like, my first times being there, though, I was like, what the fuck? I cannot believe, like, yeah. is this that, is that Big Sean? Is that Wiz? Like, this is Don Kennedy, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm just geeked out because I'm like, I, I just be, I be listening to these niggas when I go to school and shit. Like, yeah. I can't just, I'm sitting here chopping up with these people, but it's just like, through them and through that, just what we built as a unit, that shit gave me such an opportunity that I don't feel like, I could even express how much I appreciate enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why I put the next gang in front of the Fleazy. Like, I'm always be Fleazy. Them niggas gave me the Fleazy name. I'm my, Originally, my name is Mad Flow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's the imprint. That's the whole, the entertainment, all that other shit. But, like, when I when I came back to rebrand myself, niggas was like, yeah, bro. Because I started making beats. They was just like, yeah, bro. Like, no more of that Mad Flow shit. We've been doing Mad Flow since she was, like, 13, bro. Like, you about 22 now, bro. It's time yeah. to cut that shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I feel that. You're right. You know what I'm saying? I am. I got facial hair and shit now. I ain't the same, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they dubbed me that, and it was just like, that's who I've been ever since, and I just never went back. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, like, they play a big part in a lot of shit that, that I was on and a lot of my molding as far as my artistic ability because, honestly, them is the only niggas that pushed me to – go harder like I want to be yeah. better than them niggas you know what I'm saying I'm not motivated by uh being better than like a Kendrick or Cole even though them niggas you know them is them they got the bar you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying but I just don't make that type of music anyway even though I can like I just I'm motivated by the shit around me the shit that I see every day I ain't I ain't motivated by superficial shit like I said in the beginning you know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm more grounded than I am in the sky yeah I love that, man. Like, cause honestly that makes a difference. And I think it is just, it's very easy to, to pinpoint when someone is very just like full of themselves and 
are only like projecting because they're really not that confident but like they just want the world to feel that way so before i talk about this mad flow to next gang fleazy transition um do you feel like being in those spaces so early like mobbing the city with fucking team next who we all know obviously like since we were children goddamn we have all known who the fuck y'all are so do you feel like um and even before I ask you that like I definitely perceive you from an outside person looking out from like a consumer of the music I definitely perceive you as having this like effortless like confidence this like I I just do this like big dick energy if you will um but how do you feel like those experiences like mobbing the city with team next and like being put in these spaces really early like brought you to that place or have you just always known who you were and been very sure of yourself nah I definitely had to go through a lot of shit to become the person that I am not only the shit that I went through with team next like as far as we, if we just talking musically mm -hmm. well, yeah like that shit gave me the ultimate confidence because it was just like when I when I came in the game first and foremost I didn't come in by myself and I came in with the hottest niggas and they like and I'm on stage with these niggas rapping with these niggas the whole nine so like it just put me ahead of the game by by at least a decade you know what I'm saying yeah literally a decade literally so like and I've been doing shows since 14 so that just made that just definitely put me in a position where I don't have to do no speaking or no talking like I, that's why I don't really do a whole lot of promotion and all that other shit like the ones who know know and when it's time to pick that shit up they gonna pick that shit up because it's quality music I've been doing it for too long it's like the back of my hand like yeah, I, I feel like I don't try to get in um like as far as the confidence is concerned I feel like I don't try to play them uh them superficial games they motherfuckers try to play so I can never have my confidence tempered with you feel me yeah. like when motherfuckers get to trying to compare themselves to other motherfuckers or comparing what they doing and how the music sound to other motherfuckers, then that's when, you know, egos get into play and all that other shit. And it's just like that tempers with your confidence. Like, now, am I really that good? Or am I like, I never yeah. would question my shit like that because I know everything that I make is shit. And I know that people that fuck with me is going to fuck with it because I'm translating the energy that I have from within myself into the music. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I never, like, you know, I definitely had to, uh, I had to go through some shit to get there, though, especially on the music side. Like, I had to really find myself. And even still, it finding myself, you know, yeah. artistic. But definitely had to bump my head a couple times, reinvent myself, be a rapper, then be a producer, then come back and be a rapper again. And, like, all kind of shit, man. It's been, a, it's been a long journey. I've been doing this shit for, like, 15 years or some shit. This shit been a long dog that's crazy and you're still working like so I was just talking to Tyler about this and I fucking love that nigga like literally I feel like we were like conjoined twins in a past life or something like the nigga's fucking brilliant mm -hmm. literally but I was just telling him you know like my first memories are literally me in the studio like with my dad who was a DJ and producer and all this stuff you know um and so I watched that progression but I've also watched him you know like let life get the best of him and like completely like being like honestly one of the most talented people I know, but then like giving up, you know? So like, I love having these conversations with y'all and just talking about all the things and supporting y'all because like, 
Nigga, it would break my heart to see all of y'all talented ass people, especially someone like you who's been working forever, you know, like, nigga, I literally like, so I was doing research, right? I, I'm like a little stalker. I'll be stalking all of y'all little artists. <laughs> so I was doing some research and I was like, whoa, this nigga is this nigga that I remember this picture from like MySpace. Like y'all have been doing shit. So it would like literally break my heart, you know, like for y'all to not keep going you know you like my space days niggas already i'll be doing this shit since my space like nigga yeah hell yeah and it's so I'm crazy freestyles all kind of shit that's what i'm saying it's so crazy so okay so since you're bringing up freestyles right let's talk about this transition from mad flow to next gang fleazy because so when i sonically think of these two parts of who you are right i i see mad flow as this like super hip-hop super like bar for bar like mad flow seems like the nigga that's gonna talk shit about these yeah. young ass niggas trying to like get on yeah. the exactly that is exactly who mad flow is like nobody's fucking with the with mad flow like period when i go in that bag like that's like ultra rap bag not ha like nobody's fucking with me that's how i started that's how i came in the game with real content real like you know what i'm saying like that's a whole nother that's a whole nother guy i had to i feel like the other shit i had to change the lane like the next game fleezy shit came because it was just like all right niggas ain't really trying to hear me bar for bar y'all niggas because i really a bar for bar niggas you know what I'm saying? no but like, even like, still with this music like it's so interesting because even though like your your music sense right the the next gang fleazy era um although it is like super groovy music and super like what i consider melodic music even those songs that you're like fucking rapping on it's just like groovy you know but you're still like saying a lot of things your pen still actively works so yeah, sure. so how what what happened how did I you mean, get there from there i mean shit I just started making my own beats. That's really how it came to. Like, and I started understanding what I want to sound like on the songs. Like, that's what, that was a part of my evolution. Like, when I was, I went into a little chamber and just like, when I was concocting the fleazy aura, essence, and all of that other shit, just transitioning into who I'm about, who I became. I I went to the lab and just was like, in the lab every day learning how to make beats teaching myself from scratch i wouldn't fuck with my nigga zader my nigga hallelujah they hooked me up with the pack you know what i'm saying gave me all the tools i needed i skated back off to san antonio because i was in the tone at the time and mm -hmm. shit for the next people call san antonio the tone like is that a thing i mean that's my thing i'm, I'm out there, so i know i, I mean <laughs> some niggas do i think that's a thing you know what i'm saying okay, but, but i don't know but yeah, i mean I, I skated out there Mm -hmm. And I was standing out there at the time, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's all I was doing every day. Like, I come home from work, go straight to making beats, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it got to a certain point where I was like, okay, now I know what type of cadence I want. Like, how what's in my spirit as far as, like, beat movement and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I yeah. started to be able to find what sounds I liked and all that other shit. Because I knew, I think it, it came in layers based on, like, all right, you got to learn how to get your words and all that other shit together. You know what I'm saying? Songs are very intricate if you're trying to get into it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But, like, I had to learn how to get my word playing all that other shit together. And once I learned that, then it's like, all right, what do I like sonically? Like, what makes my spirit move on some, like, 
sonic shit. You know what I'm saying? And once I started just going into making the beats and shit, it started to unlock more chambers of creativity for me. You know what I'm saying? So now when I'm hearing the beat, I'm not just hearing, like, even if I didn't make it, mm-hmm. I'm just hearing what the regular nigga is hearing when he listens to the beat. So when I'm going in and making more, making music or making my words to it, I can find little pockets that I can jump into that'll make people like, oh, this nigga, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Yeah. So that's how I keep it. That's how I kept it groovy for a long time. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm really not about to be rapping this shit no more. Like, I think I'm done with the rap shit. I got a few. I got like, I'll be honest with y'all. Probably got a project or two worth of rap songs left in me, and I'm done with that shit. And I really might just release all them bitches as singles, just so I can just slow walk y'all niggas out of the out of the movement. You know what I'm saying? But really interesting. A part of me is just like fuck it, rip the band-aid off and just go straight R and B Cause at the end of the day, I don't rap is just fucking saturated, bro. Like who the fuck wants to be a rapper in this day and age? Like Yeah. I can rap circles around niggas. I don't care to, to rap. Like yeah. fuck that. That is so interesting. Okay, so how did you get into beat making? Like, did you decide just one day, I'm gonna try this shit? And then it just worked out, or like how? No, before I started rapping, I was supposed to be a DJ edgy okay my dad was gonna buy me some equipment but i don't know something fell through with that shit and he ended up buying me a beat machine for christmas and so i learned how like a manual i think it was like a yamaha or some shit you know what i'm saying yeah so like not even an empathy goddamn you just i had a little yamaha i think it got the help from the pot i was like yeah if you figure this shit out then this let me know you're serious so i sat down oh shout out to your dad man he really does just give me the good vibe I'm telling you, go. Like, I'm like, throwing that shit. All right, I'm, I'm going to test you. So, like, he put it in my hands and shit. I, I learned how. I was like, damn, peep this. I made this little, it was some little bullshit that yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? But I figured out how to layer this shit out. Because at this time, this ain't electronic. So, like, you got to know what you, you know what I'm saying? You got to program this fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, learning how to do that shit was like some, you know what I'm saying? I got that game early. So, when I, uh, it was always in me to do it. So, later on, once I, I switched off that shit because the, the rapping is easier as a kid. It's easier for me to put words together than it is for me to be doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My attention and it's you know not that that long, so I I was able to go ahead and just master the rapping part. But the the beat shit just circled back around, like it just came back. You know what I'm saying? That's really how me and Tyler got got close. Like that nigga, he hit me up and was like, "Hey, bro, like make me some beats or something." Like you know what I'm saying? I got to cook, nigga, and I was like, "Bro." I give you the whole shit to show me how to cook, nigga. Like real talk. Damn, so you don't, you didn't know how to cook, girl? Like that wasn't a thing for you? Hell no. Like, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't that it wasn't a thing. It's just yeah. like shit. I think my life has was always about survival. So I never really learned how to survive in that way. Like I just always was like, nigga, I'm gonna have the money. I go get some fast food or you know that type yeah. of shit. But like I, I dabbled in the kitchen here and there, but I was never proficient. Like my nigga, my nigga. Jedi put me on like he that that night. That's why I said, yeah, bro, like that's my nigga for life. Cause we just really like it's like we it was a even it was a great evening exchange and just like you know what I'm saying. And I didn't even know that this nigga was just always around. You feel me? Like he's always been cool with my older niggas. And I and he's like, yeah, bro, I've been through you was like, like you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Like, and I get to going back and looking at all my old Facebook shit and all this other shit. And he's under there. Here go like, this nigga. <laughs> and this shit ain't no like recent shit. It's like, bro, you was coming at the top of like, how the fuck did I not see this shit, bro? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, 
shit is crazy that it came full circle. That nigga gave me a, like, a real life tool. And I feel like for me to give him that, you know what I'm saying, and just set him on that way, he already had the determination and, and to see where he that took this shit. Like, Listen, yeah, it's crazy. That's why, that's why I'm glad that I transitioned the way that I did as far as making beats and doing all that other shit because like, it gave me the opportunity that like, you can talk, you can ask anybody, like I give motherfuckers game when I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if I got it and I fuck with you, like bro, here nigga, cause yeah. you have to take that shit farther than me and nigga, I ain't necessarily asking you for nothing all. I'm just like, nigga, fuck with your boy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Like, ain't, like I ain't asking for nothing in return for real. So, so why are you that way? You know, because, so I think of people and I think of the industry specifically, um, and especially people that have like longevity in the shit, especially yeah. people who have felt like they have reached a certain like pedestal or something. They they don't be giving out the game. They don't, they are not willing to share the secrets. And um, I think that's a, a huge problem. I feel like as black people, especially like we gatekeep to each other more so than we gatekeep to the rest of the world. So what what motivates you? to do that, to like be, to give people game freely and willingly, you know? Because I ain't, what I'm what I'm gonna do with it, but die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't even worried about it. Like at the end of the day, my blessings is my blessing. That's what, if I, if, if I got blessed that way, then it was obviously to be able to bless somebody else who might've needed it at times. It's yeah. like, it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how many people out there prone to, Hey, hop on this and hop on that. And how many people done told me to hop on this and hop on that and it was successful for them? Or, you know what I'm saying? But like, who the blessing is for is who the blessing is for. But mm-hmm. if it was bestowed upon you, then you got to go and get that message out. Because if you don't, then you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know what I'm saying? At the end yeah. of the day, I don't play industry games, to be honest with you. Like, I don't even like, I don't even like the fact that niggas play industry games on a local level. Like, that shit is weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really do any of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Which is why most motherfuckers don't see me out unless they see me with the Tita or, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm always where it's official. We all, we've been official since, you feel me? So like, I don't have to be around none of the hoopla and none of that other shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's another reason why I feel like, especially when we speaking of industry, because you just really sent me down a fucking rabbit hole with that God damn, let's go. Get your shit off. The fucking industry shit. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to play industry games. And like, as far as the music is concerned, I don't really give a fuck about it being, I don't care about being the biggest artist or none of that other shit. That's the, that's why to go back, even go back to your question, like, oh, where do you get that confidence from? It's because I really don't give a fuck about it that much. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's really that good because like the best shit comes from just being genuine, coming from your heart and just, nigga, I just shit this shit out because this is what I feel. This is what is on my heart and that's why you enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like, of course you want to monetize it because it's a business or whatever. Like you don't want to give out free game because in business you don't, you know what I'm saying? But like, if we looking at it like that, like I don't see myself getting rich or being famous as a musician. I don't want to be, to be honest with you. Like, that's not really my biggest goal. Like my biggest goal with the music is to be able to get out a message and get out my, my vibrations. Cause like, at a certain point, I'm not going to be here no more. You know what I'm saying? And I got a kid right now. Who knows if I'm going to have kids later. I would love for my kids to have something that they can be like, man, my daddy had all this shit that he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can at least go back and hear his voice. Like, it's niggas that I love that's gone and I can never hear their voice again. And I don't know. I, I, at a certain point, you don't remember. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. then you just don't remember. So, like, I don't ever want to be that point where I ain't remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least 
if, if it ain't famous, it don't matter. But the people who know, know, and they can go and find that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I can ever think about me or ever you need to get that vibe, or like, damn, my nigga was, you know what I'm saying? Like, bam, and do it while I'm alive, because nigga, I'm here and I can, you know what I'm saying? I can chop the game with you right here in the flesh. But like, definitely doing this shit, music shit more for my legacy than anything else. Because like, the business shit is business shit. And I don't want to mix, like, you know how they tell you don't mix business with pleasure? This shit is my pleasure. This shit is like my, my um like your my, outlet my yeah yeah this is my therapy it's always been my therapy you know what i'm saying so yeah. like and i wouldn't even mind just giving niggas songs if they wanted them but it's just like this is just how i how i express myself you know what i'm saying yeah. so like i don't never want to make make this shit feel like it's too much of a job that's why i never that's why i stopped doing shows and doing all the other shit because like nigga, if i'm gonna go get a job i'll go get a job making six figures fuck doing the, you know what I'm saying? This is what I do because I love to do it. And like, I don't, if niggas want to end up paying me for that in the long run, because like, damn, we love what you want to just fucking support. Like, you do that shit, but like, nigga, that ain't what I'm thinking on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got way bigger plans and aspirations in my life. You know what I'm saying? And the music shit is just one aspect. It's like one tool to be able to get what you're trying to get accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with all of that being said, how do you put on this artist's face? Because when, so when I think about like creating and creating art and being an undercover musician, allegedly, and all of these things, like that shit is really for myself, you know, like, and I do not have that thing that I can turn on and be like the face. So how do you do that? Like, how, how are you doing that? It's all one and the same though. It's not different. Like art is you expressing yourself that's literally what art is and people interpreting whatever it is that you expressed so like I don't have to turn it on or off because I am that in in my I like to express myself you know what I'm saying like I enjoy that and and this is one way that I express myself I have other ways that I express myself as well but like this is one that I I feel like is easier for me to connect with people you know what I'm saying because I just found my niche at being able to connect with people doing that you know but like I don't think that it's something that, um, like, I don't think it's that, that's not that big of a deal, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a big emphasis on it. It's just like, you do it because you do it. But, like, when you start putting too much emphasis on it, then it's like, okay, I don't want to do this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? That's why when I'm recording or if I get it right, it's like, I would just stop it. Like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to play the game or I'm going to go yeah. kick it with my baby or do some shit like that. But, like, never want to get too lost in it to where it's just like, this shit feels overbearing because that's yeah. not what this shit is for. This shit is for therapy. That's what music is about. It's therapy. Exactly. So what is your creative process? What what does it look like for you to create a song from beginning to end? Shit, I just go in. Really. I find a beat. I listen to the beat. I was just making a song before we got on here. I was damn near late because of that. But no. I was just, uh, shit, I just find a beat. I really been going through my old little catalog for my uh like the beats that I had already made and shit because I'm working on this project, this little RB project. I'm not ready to drop the title yet, but uh I'm working on some shit. On the way, goddamn. My, my, uh, my Twitter name is a uh is a is a hint though. You know what I'm saying? Edgy, you know what? I was looking at that last night and I was like, dog, I was just thinking about this nigga and how I feel like he should just make an R&B album what does this name on Twitter mean yeah I I can give a little bit of game like just the premise but like uh so I'm working on a project it's gonna come out in volumes it's gonna be called the Hurt Bays Project you know what I'm saying so 
We're going to do it in volumes. I'm going to drop the volume one. My nigga Els is going to come back with the volume two. You know what I'm saying? It'll probably be a do a joint project. You know what I'm saying? Where it's mm-hmm. me and him with the volume two. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to basically do some shit. While I'm, I'm just changing it. You know, like, everybody know Next Gang Fleazy is like rapping, nigga. Yeah. That's mad flow. Some niggas still address me as mad flow in real life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I mean, listen, mad flow is that nigga. Like literally, dog, what is this song? Limelight is what I was listening to. Like, (laughs) oh my God. I could not stop listening to that. Dog, you are so good. You are so good. Like, what an era. Damn. Now it's time to get the cash. God damn. Yeah, that shit is hard. Yeah, I, that whole verse is talking about. I was on some shit. I was there. I was introspective as a kid, man. I was going through a lot of shit that I just needed to say. You know what I'm saying? That's Somebody beautiful. Needed to yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, yeah. Um, this project that I'm working on though is going to really. Uh, the premise is really speaking to like having conversations that us as black males mm-hmm. don't really get to have in the open i guess you know what i'm saying yeah. some toxic some you know what i'm saying for real though you know like yeah it's but it's the truth you know what i'm saying and like I, it's I, like I'm, the mischievous face like while talking about the project like i am very interested to hear nah, my goodness it's really good like i ain't gonna lie it's really really good you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm definitely i'm narrating this mug as Hurtis bayfield you feel me so it's gonna be her bay radio the right way it's gonna be some shit like i can't wait i'm gonna do it like i'm gonna do it closer towards like the end of the year though that's that's something i'm really gonna perfect i want to perfect this shit to like make sure that when i come out i give like because once i'm done with this energy that whole like i'm not giving it no more energy like i'm not gonna be the hurt guy no more so like like this is your last run but how many <laughs> volumes we gonna get? Man, <laughs> It'll I be like seven. I don't know how many volumes we gonna get, but we, you know, we gonna. I'm I'm actively recording, so like, I'm just gonna go through and pick my best. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do them as EP, so we'll just see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. really like releasing too much bodies of work or like too much at one time, just because who the fuck's listening to that? I know I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Yeah. Of course, projects that like. It's just where, you know, give it short and sweet, bro. Give them a good 15 minutes, a good, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they got to listen to that shit. Because, like, damn, this nigga was snapping. Like, and that's what's coming with this shit for sure. All R&B, though. No, Crazy. no rap. But listen. Though, I'm still next game pleasing, and I am still rapping. I got, I told you I got, like. You got a couple? couple rap, you know? So I'm going to wash it all again. I'm just going to show the versatility. That's the, that's the main thing. Just show versatility. Yeah. No, dog, I love that so much. And I, I don't know, as a consumer, as a person who I feel like I am a connoisseur of music, I think Next Gang Fleazy as the R&B sex symbol, that is going to be, that era is going to be fucking crazy. Because listen, I really wanted a visual to crowd in my space. Cause that is like my hurt bay jam. Like what the fuck? Shout out like, to Teddy, man. My nigga Teddy, he get like, he gives me classics always, like always and forever. But yeah, like I, I ain't gonna lie, that song was just that. We just shit that one out. We wasn't even supposed to even do that shit. I was like, man, I like this song. I, I think Teddy will fuck with this hoe. That boy Teddy sent me the hardest verse he had. I was like, boy, I love it. I, I love it. it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I like bringing, like, I don't know what it is about me. Maybe that's 
my weird little shit with people, like especially like black men, like, hey, what be what be hurting your feelings, fool? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas, niggas be hurt, bro. And niggas don't be acting like they don't want to really talk about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the one thing that I'm doing with the project that I'm that I'm working on. Like, I'm really trying to encapsulate that energy, like make it okay for niggas to be like, nigga, we get hurt too. Like, yeah. and sometimes we hurt people because we hurt, like. But allow us to hurt in peace, or at least allow us to heal. Show us how to heal. But the first step is at least acknowledging it. And most niggas are not gonna acknowledge that they hurt. So that's what this is about. Like, I love that. But so what? Okay. So where does this like hurt boy, like sad boy, like extra emotional man persona? Like, where does this come from? Like, how are you able to tap into that energy? I'm emotional. I got feelings, like. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I look the way I look and I come off the way I come off. And, and I'm not the only person who's like this. You know what I'm no, saying? No, not but at all. Under, under all of this is actual emotions and feelings and shit. Like, it ain't just like, oh, this nigga got this standoff confidence and he don't really do too much talking because he know what's going on. It's like, no, nah, it's a lot of emotion and other shit that go on up under yeah. that. I just not to allow that to be at the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. But I don't. An emotional person so that's where it come from like i didn't you know i love i've lost i've loved again i've you know what i'm saying hurt people being hurt you know what i'm saying the whole shit so like it's something i know i can speak to very well for sure yeah oh i love that so we're gonna talk about mental health in just one second very briefly but i have a bone to fucking pick dog with you and i meant to i meant to bring this up to tyler during our interview but dog that fucking acting different like that shit do you know how much i've listened to that song like my child knows the words to this song like shout out to that that's my shit that's my shit shout out to jedi because man like i said that nigga changed me man I, man, I put the tools in the nigga hand and he went crazy. That, he like, went, y'all, both he put of the y'all tools though. in my hand though, I went crazy. And I, I like, really how we even made that song was so crazy. Cause like, I brought, like before I made that song, right? Uh, I brought him out to San Antonio. Cause a lot of my family, uh, my mom's side of the family is in San Antonio, you know what I'm saying? So I was out there, I brought him out there with me and I don't bring too many people to go see my family out there. You know what I'm saying? So like, he came with me, we cooked and shit, you know what I'm saying? Cooked for the fam. And he just got the stamp of approval. I'm just like, you know, so I'm like, yeah, but like, that's my nigga for life. Like, always. Right. Like, all my, cause I'm, I'm the oldest of like eight or nine siblings or some shit, you know what I'm saying? So like, all my siblings fuck with the nigga. Like, you know, he, he, he one of my niggas. So like, we was coming back from the tone. He was like, yeah, bro, I got these beats. You know what I'm saying? He'd been telling me about these beats the whole time. I wasn't listening to him when we first got, got down there. I was like, man, let's just get this shit over with. So we driving back and it's at night and he played this one. He played the acting different beat. And I was like, yo, hold on. <laughs> like, he played me on the other beats and I was fucking with him. But I was like, nah, bro, run that one back though. You know what I'm saying? And shit, I came up with the song in the car before we even got to the lab. As soon as we got to his house, I was like, fuck you. Let's go ahead and record this bitch right now before I forget, nigga. Because I was rapping that hard myself. The whole time, I was just like, damn, it's so hard. I'm gonna take a picture, it'll last long. Dog. <laughs> we was on gas too, we was smoking, we was burning down. I was like, I had to cough, they say, cough, bitch, my gas strong. Oh, uh, yeah, we was just, it was just a moment. Like, that's what I love about my music. Like, I really be putting what I got going on or just making the inspiration around me. So, like, when I listen to the music, I can go back to the exact moment I was, like, yeah. when I was actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is time capsules for me and shit, you know what I'm saying? 
like how people take Polaroid pictures and shit and keep them hoes forever. Like this is me taking Polaroid pictures and shit. Yeah. That's why that's like that song is like that whole pivotal for me. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot. Like a lot of my songs you have a deeper meaning and shit. That's just me, really? you know. I just give them surface level names and shit. So I'm yeah. like, oh, but when you talk to me, I or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I just have to tell you that the bone I have to pick though is that that's not the single like oh like when I tell you I love that song like really the album is fucking crazy I got a visual coming for that house it's coming I'm gonna drop that house soon like in a month or two it'll be here I'm just I'm just letting that I gotta let them see me first you know what I'm saying I ain't even got the sockies on I got my bare eyes out right now wait but what is your single called it's pregame the first song is that what it's called pregame yeah. Okay. So, project. Got you. Yes, it's the first song. So, um, I, I was summoned—not even summoned, but someone that I interviewed yesterday told me to tell you to send them the open verse. So you gotta send my nigga said an open verse so he can get on the All remix. Right. That hoe is done, unfortunately. Like that bitch been out for too long. Like I know I you over it. Now, but bro, got bro, man. That nigga got verses. He know what I done did for him. Like he know what's up. Like I done gave this nigga some shit. Like yeah. he almost almost up for his projects. That nigga know what's up, man. He no, I already fun. know. I will say though, I and we gonna get here shortly. Like I have some rapid fire questions to ask you. But um, when I asked this man what his current favorite song is, that was the current favorite song. So yeah, yeah hey, bro, I've been banging this whole every day I'm every like, day dog like, fucking with the hoe like that <laughs> like yeah bro fucking with that i'm like yeah, i appreciate it It'd be making me feel good that motherfuckers be fucking with it because i just i know i'm gonna fuck with it i'll be trying to be humble you know? the one thing yeah. i'm trying to learn how to do is accept compliments because like mm-hmm. i ain't good at that nigga be like man that shit was hard i'll be like i damn never want to be like i know nigga that's why i made that hoe like that I don't want to be like not like that though. Like I know that so hard. Like that's why I made it for you to consume it like that. Like yeah, bro, keep. I got more. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Don't even worry. Yeah, that's how I be feeling. But like it'd be good though. That shit make that shit make my spirit hold when people be doing that shit because it it let me know that when like I said when I ain't here, niggas is gonna be jamming my shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is listening to my shit when I ain't around. So fuck it. Oh, that's beautiful and that's like really dope that like you receive that like in such a like in a humble way like although you know your shit is crazy like the fact that like you genuinely like like appreciate that and that's like something that I love because I you know I, I feel like the bigger an artist gets the more susceptible to just not even giving a fuck that people like fuck with them it's like not even caring I, about I, the I people they touch like that though like, you know what i'm saying because at a certain point and like nigga I ain't even seen that level of success but i done seen people out there around people with certain levels of success and seeing how many people like it's okay like people really love them they really they fans but imagine it being a hundred people you know what i'm saying even just 50 True. people lined up to like that shit it's like man i can't give every last one of y'all some type of individual attention. So like, I understand where, why it would come off that way, but I don't be feeling like artists in general really be having that level of uh, like, like disdain or just like, like eh, for the people, it just come yeah. off like that because at, at a certain point, like I said, when you make this music shit your business, nigga, this shit is a business. I know you're a fan, but like certain, sometimes I can't just 
when you ground level, like ground matter, some shit, like yeah, yeah, I'll take a picture with you. Fuck it. I ain't, you know, I ain't doing shit no way. Why God damn, like, yeah. If I gotta go to this meeting and it means something, nigga, I know you trying to say, like, bro, I'm sorry, I got to make a move. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. that's just how shit go. And I think as a consumer, people need to understand that as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, gotta be sure. respectful. That's just basic customer service, nigga. Like you're a oh, customer, you're like, hey. Be respectful, cause nigga, I'm serving. I'm gonna give you the best service I got. You know what I'm saying? But like, the only way for me to service you is for you to allow me to be the best, whatever I can be, type shit. Like, people don't understand that as consumers. You know what I'm saying? They be yeah. feeling too entitled. Can't do that. I love that. I fucking love that. That was so interesting. So, and by interesting, like I definitely agree. That is such a dope perspective. But so, like I said um acting different is like the song by next gang sleazy that my household knows my son is definitely hip to that song and i just love that song um better dance which is a song that you are featured on also like nigga why are y'all this way like what a phenomenal track but that i say all that to say like is your your music baby approved like do your baby be dancing to your tracks like how does that work my baby don't even be knowing it's me until she see a video. She don't, like she cool, but like my I don't know, my baby too cool, man. She like she not on like she'll turn up when she turn up. She only got like a couple songs that's gonna really make her just like get lit. You know what I'm saying? She don't really get lit for nothing. So I have I don't even know. Maybe I need to start making her my AR for it, like trying to make music that's gonna turn her up, but like. I ain't making turned up shit right now. She don't know nothing about R&B. You feel me? Like yeah, she do like some R&B songs and shit, but she, she don't. It's the turn shit she be on. That's what she, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the turn shit. Like I play that Sauce Walker that uh that that drill spill. She not that's her shit. She turns to a fucking and she be in that hole in the car seat rocking. Oh, that shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm not making that type of music, baby. So you just gonna have to appreciate those songs. Walker, we gonna appreciate this together. <laughs> we gonna appreciate it together, goddamn. So how has becoming a dad like impacted your life as a human? Everything, shit, that shit changed. Everything, perspective, mm-hmm. day-to-day, mm-hmm. uh, mentality, all of that shit. Nigga gotta go. You gotta move. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? This for somebody else. It ain't even about you no more. No selfish shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but you do got, but it's crazy because it takes a level of selfishness to be able to take care of your child though. So like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a crazy balance that you have to learn when you become a parent. Like that's not well, I think people speak about it, but like you'll never really understand it until you just a parent, like because when you really don't have that responsibility, <laughs> then it's just not, you know, it's not something that you don't have to worry about. When you wake up, that motherfucker kick you in the head, you know what I'm saying? And I like, that's a that's a reality check every day, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful thing, like, real big blessing. I love my baby to death. I wouldn't be who I am today without her, to be honest. Yeah, that's so dope. Yeah. What is the biggest lesson in fatherhood that you think you've learned? Or like biggest lesson directly because you've been a father that you've learned? Uh, or did you learn directly because of being a father? Shit. I would have to say preparedness, man. Like mm. you gotta be prepared. Like, and I thought I like I knew I wasn't prepared for this shit. Like it's just <laughs> when you have a kid, it's like man, you gotta be prepared on every front you can think of. Like 
even the ones you're not thinking of, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, it's like your mind opened up to a whole nother level of like having to, like what comfort and security and all of that other shit really mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta redefine that shit because what you thought it was, you know what I'm saying? It really probably wasn't unless you was just on some, unless you was, we black, you know what I'm saying? So like we on the yeah. pass down, but we know, you know what I'm saying? So. Like, it's just a lot of shit you got to unlearn for yourself, unlearn for, you know what I'm saying, for your child to be a better person, you know what I'm saying, so you don't put that type of shit into your child. I think that was the biggest lesson, like, hey, nigga, you got to stop being certain ways. Like, I, I found I found myself not, like, I don't really yell at my baby or yell at all, you mm-hmm. know, more like I yelling this shit, but it's like, I only go there unless I got to go there. Like, I don't yeah. even have to go there no more, because especially not have, like, having a little girl is different, like. You could do that with a little boy. You could be a little bit more rough and shit. But I'm rough with my girl, but she's like really sensitive. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta be re- you got a reason. That's what it is. It's all reason. Like I just got a reason with her. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's a that's like a, a real lesson because I ain't never really know no reason. That reason means like balance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, then what do we where can we meet in the middle? Cause I know you want something type shit. Yeah. I never do that. It was either my way or no way. Or somebody else, you know what I'm saying like that way yeah that's, no that's I, the, big, the biggest lesson yeah <laughs> no I totally understand that you know I I've learned and I am continuing to learn things every day you know from being a parent and communication is a huge one because I also don't yell. Well, I yell because I think naturally I'm dramatic and my voice sometimes projects. But I don't yell like out of anger. You know, I don't hit my child and stuff. Like we have a very, and he's older now too. He's like 10 years old almost. So we have a, we're, we're able to communicate, but I'm still having to learn like, damn, this is a human that I, I have to compromise with, you know, like we have to find balance because I don't want to be abusive toward him in any way. Like that's probably like my biggest fear, like traumatizing my child, you know, but in the same breath, like nigga, you, there has to be like a respect, a power dynamic. So I love that you mentioned that. What do you think is the biggest challenge that you faced um, since becoming a father? Mm. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's all a challenge, but it's like positive <laughs> challenge. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I can't say it's one thing that's just like, oh man, if I could get this motherfucking shit right now, it's just like, it's it's in steps. You know what I'm saying? This shit yeah. all comes in and it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Like everything else. So like, I think just with this level, whatever the challenges are, just what they are. <laughs> I'm saying like I'm trying to potty train my baby you know what I'm saying I'm trying to do like you know like get her to start speaking a little bit more like she talking but she not saying shit you know what I'm saying so like I'm trying to like she'll put some words in between a bunch of nothing and I'm like no okay so say this this and this you know like it's just those that like that's the challenges shit like that but like I don't I don't really see no challenges as far as like fatherhood and none of that other shit I really see more like challenges like with like down the line and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking about how I can protect her from like, we live in an evil ass world. Like, and it's a lot of wild shit. She was born January 7th, 2020. So like, the top of that, right before the, you know what I'm saying? All exactly. the shit happened, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's just, it's one of them things where like, 
I want to make sure that when it come when when it comes to the future and all that other shit that she's well protected but understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I coddle my baby, but I don't coddle her too much. Like yeah. we can we can you know when we just chilling we can chill, but like when you on bullshit you gonna get it, and they just did like she respect me for that. You know what I'm saying? And I can respect her being upset when she upset. Like you mad? All right, well go ahead and go be mad in your corner, and I'm gonna be mad in mine. And, yes. And probably we could chop it up and she'll come chop it up with me so i know we got that understanding already you know what i'm saying i see that my dad was saying that same thing he was like man she really she understands you like she just whenever you whenever you all you you with it she just gonna stop i'm like yeah because that's my baby i know y'all are literal twins also so she probably looking at you while you looking at her and she like this nigga got my face i got like what's going on yeah, she be that frown she be giving because people always used to tell me like I'm always frowning, but when I'm thinking hard, I just be like my yeah. eyebrows. It's you know like a that? pensive stare. And she be doing that shit all the time. I should be staring into the to, to nowhere and just thinking. And I'm like, damn, I be doing that shit too. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it tripped me out. God gave me a girl version of myself. Like it was a blessing for real. Like yeah. he, he did that shit on purpose. I know I was it was done on purpose. Yeah. I'm just trying to say it's because oh you motherfuckers say uh you you was you was a horrible person to win but some shit like that. It's like nah nigga that ain't what it is. I got a fucking curse to rewrite that ain't had shit to do with me. That's what it is. Oh uh-huh. yeah, I feel I, that. gotta break curses from before. You know what That's I'm saying? That's beautiful, yeah. Real talk. Aww. Well, shout out to your baby girl for like inspiring you to be the human that you get to be today and for y'all to get to grow together because your your child's very young, right? She how old is she? Two. Your baby. Only two. That's why I said she's two. Yeah. She's an infant, you know. So y'all have so much growing to do. And it's just, it's just very refreshing to see our generation of people, especially our generation of black people you know parenting these babies you know like in ways that we've always wanted to be parented you know and just being cool dope ass humans to them um but that being said right um before we wrap up a big theme of this podcast is like mental health and things um I think that the first step to community to healing for reparations for the order of the universe to be the way it should be right um I think it starts just with us caring for ourselves individually and being the strongest mentally that we possibly can um, for ourselves and our people and our community and all that shit. So how do you tend to your mental health? I smoke weed. (laughs) Nah, uh, shit. That music, um, I do a little exercise in here and there, but I like to let my mind run. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to go. I feel like, I done been through enough of them peaks and valleys that it's good enough. It's good to go through some of that shit. Not to be too depressed, mm-hmm. but a little bit of depression. I ain't nothing wrong with a little bit. You'll make a damn good song. And it work for people like me, though. You know what I'm saying? That's what works for me. I can't say that that's the message for everybody else because a lot of people that yeah. I've come to understand don't even have an actual outlet to get any of it out. Mm-hmm. I have several that I can go to. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like... If you don't have an outlet, I wouldn't recommend just like, you know what I'm saying, taking this. Yeah, but like I sometimes shit, I'll just be sad. Like that's why I'll be like, fuck it. I'm I'm depressed. I'm gonna lay down for the next two days and not get up. Yeah. 
But what a self, what a level of self-awareness it takes to be able to sit in that discomfort, but also like be comfortable doing that and being okay with doing that and then talking about it like dog, that's really dope for real. Gotta be able to do that shit. You gotta just be able to be real with yourself. You can't be real with yourself. How you gonna be real with everybody else? And then do music and like that's that's why the music fucked up niggas is fake. These niggas is not real. Like these niggas is characters. And that's it, like back in hip hop days and all the other shit, niggas was actual people. They might have put on a fucking costume or some shit, but these niggas was these niggas. Like these same niggas with these costumes and shoot, beat, stab, all the other shit. Now these niggas is talking about it. When I come in, they not like it ain't about that. Like you don't gotta be on that. You can be a real nigga without being that type of real nigga. Like you know I love that. And I love how so here's the thing, right? So I'm never going to have an artist on this podcast, a person who makes any type of art that I don't really fuck with. Like I'm not a fake ass person. Like I am big Aries energy. I have zero poker face, <laughs> like at all. Like I literally wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, so that being said, like there are so many artists, right? I'm just going to talk about the city in general because I didn't even want to talk about this. You have sent me into a it is so awkward like there are people that I can name right now who are extremely marketable artists sonically but the shit they are talking about in their music does not align at all with the type of life that they are living and that is utterly confusing to me it it is very confusing. So before we get back into the, my mental health questions, what is your opinion of the state of hip hop in Austin, Texas? It's on its way. That's what I believe. I Me too. It's enough people doing something. It's enough people doing something. And like, it's it's enough space for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Like, okay. I, ain't, I ain't gonna sit here and say that I'm necessarily playing a local game because I'm not. Like, I don't really try to cater to the people around me like I, I would rather be y'all's friends and shit when y'all see me and you know what I'm saying like that type of shit but when it comes to like just seeing what's going on around me oh man it's hey we got some heaters around this bitch you know what I'm saying like it's yeah. heat, it's heat around this motherfucker for yeah. real you know it's going like, crazy too oh like y'all are Y'all That's niggas are crazy. I ain't even worried about it. Like, it's enough heat to go around, especially just not, and I'm not even just talking about the niggas that I fuck with, because, like, I, I know the next ain't eating crazy. Jedi's, oh, my God, his next project is finna be I already ridiculous know. shit. Like, oh my God. Man, like, this guy, this guy, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you got Billy Vincent, bro, it's hard, too. You know crazy. What I'm saying? Like, oh my God. Wait, no, no. Okay, actually, no, stop. Because I actually have a rapid fire question. So about that. So I'm going to ask you that in a second. But how do you self-care? What does self-care look like for next thing, please? It's just shit. (laughs) Shit, the basics. Shit, shower, shade, feed yourself, nigga. Make sure you good during the day. Smoke some weed if you feel like you need to calm down a little bit. Do a little push-ups, pull-ups. Play the game and yeah, go politic with your people. Go holler at Jedi. Or get, you know what I'm saying? Holler at my niggas, and that's it. I'm usually, but I'm usually by myself. But I find uh, mental health is really uh, done when you're by yourself. I had a coach tell me one time, mm-hmm. uh, what'd he say? Um, 
the best work is done when ain't nobody in the gym. You know what I'm saying? That's when you're really getting better. You know what I'm saying? And the best time to heal yourself is when you by yourself. So, you know, sometimes you just got to be alone. More times than not. More times than not. The world that we're living, living in, you know what I'm saying? Unless you got a little family or tribe and that show, you know what I'm saying? And even then you still need some time, but, mm-hmm. you know. Healing is definitely done on your own. I think yeah. a lot of times people get very caught up in just absorbing the energy of other people that they forget that they have to cultivate their own, you know? So I love that, that, you know, you do all the things and you're caring for your mental health, you know, in a way that you feel like it's sustainable. Like, do you feel like the way you care for your mental health is sustainable? For now, shit. Until shit gets bigger, you know, things get bigger, stakes Mm -hmm. get higher, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to elevate with the time. So, like, right now, I mean, the level I'm at, I'm maintaining. Everything is good as far as my mental shit is concerned. But, like... On me? You just so got to make... What are three things that you feel like you could improve on um, where mental health goes? Uh, man. Three, three things I could improve on? Three um, things. Yeah. Dig them out. I would say... Stop thinking so much and just do, just start doing shit again. You know what I'm saying? Like I had, I had that type of spirit. That'd be my top one, uh, number one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like just stop thinking so much and do it because you really already know what you're doing. Like you got the confidence. You know what I'm saying? I guess that that is a slight lack of confidence, but like it's you know that type of shit. Um, yeah. Number two. Ooh. I would say uh, working on knowing when to be impulsive, though, and when not to be impulsive. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I'm impulsive when I don't need to be, and sometimes I'm not impulsive when I need to be. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Mm. just working on knowing, like, the timing of, like, being impulsive, because I am an impulsive person, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes... I'm willing to, like, I, I will push the line to do some shit I probably shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, or think some shit, but then my mind take me somewhere where I shouldn't have let it took me, and now I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm on some mm-hmm. other shit, I'm, I shouldn't even be thinking like that, you know what I'm saying? So I would say that, having a little bit more discipline over my mind, for sure. Uh, yeah. That's it, though. I don't, I don't really got too many, no, no third, just those two, really. Get the fuck out my own way and learn how to tame what's up top sometimes you know what i'm saying that's it yeah those are two very good things and two very self-aware things to say you know like so i i definitely wish you well on those two journeys and all the journeys right um really okay listen i appreciate you very much for coming on here to talk to me um however i have a couple of questions right and i i like to say that they're rapid fire questions i like to give people like five seconds or something it never works out that way because i go on five seconds my brain don't work like that (laughs) yeah same neither does mine like but it sounds good goddamn we can try okay i'll give it a good shot i'll see if i got five seconds in me it might be like 10 but we'll see like seven and a half that's it (laughs) okay so what song do you have on repeat right now i got billy vincent the whole billy vincent sensations project on fucking repeat that whole got me in a chokehold phenomenal Shout out my nigga, Billy. Shout out to that guy, man. 
fuck with the boy. Yeah, that and shit that uh I've been listening to and really my shit and Jedi shit for real. Like I've been just I've been listening to a lot of unreleased music. I haven't been listening to no music that's like out. So yeah, I, I'm I'm tapped in a little bit. Like I just found that Babyface Ray project. Uh, his I forgot what the hell that was called. We got this song on there called Tunnel Vision, and that whole that whole grabbed the hold of me. I was like, yeah, it's that one right here. I'm fucking with this. I was listening to Kodak too. I had a little spurt of listening to just like a bunch of ratchet shit. For the Listen, last I understand. I was on my Kodak shit. Like I, I I had to just take a break. ESTG. <laughs> all them niggas, but like it's just like man, I gotta stop listening to all the murder music, man. That shit, that shit gets it. You know what I'm saying? You can't be singing that shit. See, this is what niggas don't understand. You get to singing that shit around, like nigga, that shit start happening. And, and it like, does. environment start coming around like that, like nigga, that the, the tongue is very, very powerful. The, power of the tongue is very real. I don't make music about killing niggas or niggas killing me, cause nigga, I don't want none of that shit on my plate. Period. And I know what I'm. If I gotta do it, so I don't want to be around it. Exactly. Her. Oh, I love that. I love that awareness too. Because, like I said, it's niggas talking about shit that they, it's niggas claiming hoods that they. Hey, niggas where I'm from. Niggas ain't never. Niggas ain't never tried to test where I was from. Niggas know where I'm. I I grew up where I was from, and niggas know me where I'm at. So I ain't. I ain't gotta ever. I ain't gotta be there. I ain't gotta be in it. No, and I still pull up. Like so. I ain't worried about none of that shit. That shit is that that that's some old nigga shit. We in the new age, like niggas ain't. We don't even. If you don't even own nothing over there, nigga, they ain't even about none of that uh, shit. You know grown saying? man activities. Love to see it. Fucking oh, yeah. love to see it. So questions, right? Um, yay or Pharrell? Both is considered. Mm-mm. My favorite song is "Us Placers" by both of them. That's my favorite shit. That's of my, all time, really? Like one of my favorite shit. Cause I'm like a Kanye. That's where where do you think the fleazy come from? Like my niggas was like, yo, like we see you making the beast now. So we just like we know you fuck with Yay. Like we just gonna run with the fleazy, bro. Like you've been the fleas, you always been. And I just embodied that as a yeah. who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it really like, and I just made that my I made my own little persona based on that. You know what I'm saying? But like I can't choose. Like what? Oh. I fuck for real like I look like the, I, I it was a point in my life I didn't realize that Neptune ran everything and I was like it was just for real beats like for real beats, for real beats. and like, you're so just drawn to them because like what is this alien shit like this shit like this shit is so hard so it's just like no never I would never I would never choose because Kanye is, is who he is in his regard to like he has a pivotal spot in my creative uh the reason why i'm creative just like pharrell does like i can yeah. never even choose oh. that was happiness <laughs> a real time i love that i you know i appreciate that answer okay um jay-z or wayne all things considered nope never choosing that either no you can't choose those two like how, how what because wayne like you got to think about okay in what aspect because you all things I, considered I, i'm mm-hmm. a connoisseur you said all things considered Mm-hmm. man you can't all choose. things all things considered you can't choose because they didn't they built they are the they're like i don't know if you watch game of thrones and shit but like they are the fucking houses you know what i'm saying and they have offspring from their houses that create the ecosystem that we thrive in or or look at today you know what i'm saying yeah. so you really can't pit them type of niggas together because it's like they are great in their own regard for whatever reason that the ecosystem needed them to be great yeah. for. So are they, they equally 
are they equally the greatest of all time? Hell yeah, for sure. Because Jay Z, okay. who could do what Jay Z did, but who could do what the fuck Wayne did when he took over the sh- like Wayne took over niggas' lives. Like I remember the first time I heard Dear Summers. That was the first time I really got attached to Wayne. You know what I'm saying? I was in Illinois. It was what a reference, over. first Man, of all. It was, oh, it was cold outside. It was snowing. I never forget that shit. My cousin was like, he kept coming on XM Radio. This nigga SP was like, bro. This Wayne nigga, this shit goes so hard, bro. I've been waiting for this shit. Bro, he cranked that shit and my life was changed. I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. oh man, this nigga Lil Wayne then came back home to Texas and all everybody was listening to Wayne. I was like, yeah, this nigga Wayne got everything in the choco. So no, how could I? I can never say one or the other because Jay-Z is like, it's chicken, it's hove. I, I feel that. Okay, so hopefully, right? This will be a little easier because yeah. you're you're a producer, right? So yeah. Logic or Ableton? Neither. I'm a hey. Wait, you're what? I'm a FL baby, Fruity Loops till I go. And I, I fuck with Pro Tools too. I'm a Pro Tools baby too. But like FL is the, the route for me. That's what I learned everything on from making beats to recording everything. Like that's how I learned how to get everything righteous. But I love that. I, that shit is live. I heard that. Like, I don't seen people who work on there and shit like that. It's, it looks convenient if you know the interface, but I don't know that. Yeah, it's it's like the thing that Apple has. You know, like how fucking Apple products. Like, we just fucking love them because they're all cute and the interface is really like, you know, it's aesthetically pleasing. Nice. Yep, it's easy. The ease of use is what it is. Like, and it's whatever is preferable for you, and that shit just ain't preferable. For it you, ain't. Like. I feel that. Oh, you know, you are very interesting. You are definitely my people because, like, nigga, this is exactly how my brain works. There's no way I will be able to answer the questions that I'll be asking y'all, but go off. <laughs> you just like, yeah, I want to see it. Somebody <laughs> yeah, I just want to see. I just want to see what y'all say. Okay, look. Um, so I'm gonna ask you two questions, right? Um, they're kind of connected, but they're different, right? So the first is, who are your top five personal favorite rappers personal like i know them no 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 like these are your favorites like they may not be they may or may not be mentioned in greatest conversations um but these are your favorite rappers hip-hop artists it really varies like i don't have a five and it can't be in no order either like it varies yeah start with my niggas because i love like i love the t i love L's, I love C's, I love Young and shit, I love Grid shit, um, I love, let me just get out the city first, like, Jedi, <laughs> my day, my nigga Trey, they, they all go, like, as far as just the music, they make industry standard music, you know what I'm saying, um, and then if I had to graduate out of the city on that type of shit, I would say, um, I really been, I ain't gonna lie, I've been banging a lot of, like I said, Kodak, uh, fucking um, ESTG really be rapping. That nigga be rapping his ass off. Man, he goes fucking crazy, actually. That nigga's my ego, almost. I was listening to Vince Staples, too. I love Vince Staples. That dude, he be, you know what I'm saying? That album. And I, you know what I appreciate? Um, See, tangents. What I appreciate, though, that is that Vince Staples literally released two albums in two years, nigga? Like, he's going crazy. And I feel like he is just so unappreciated as, like, 
an artist and a personality. I mean, he don't even give a fuck about it. You can tell you at that. all. And that and that's my energy. I'm like, bro, I love that that's shit. What I want to do, I would be if niggas had me on the the platform. I'm doing the same shit Vince do. I'm gonna tell you niggas the truth. Who gives a fuck? This shit is not like this shit is not real. Like y'all are making this shit up. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is just media and all the other shit. Like yeah, you know, like, but it's not. Not to say that it ain't real, it's, it's a good form and platform for people to be educated, but like, you know, like the emphasis again that people put on this shit just be too much. Like people put too much on the art instead of make like too much pressure on the art instead of just making dope shit. Like if, if yeah. it wasn't so much of like a dick swinging contest with motherfuckers, then maybe it would be a little bit more like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it would be a more lucrative, especially in our area for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. So do you have any more people in your top five-ish? Oh, yeah. Top five-ish industry standard, I had to say. Uh, I would, let me go through my... I'm always banging future. That's Edgy. That's, Edgy. Is like, you know, that nigga telling I don't something. know. Can't relate, actually. Oh, no. man. Like niggas need to just go and listen to that Hendrix album and you'll completely understand. Like Everyone says know, that. Niggas know future for the, you know what I'm saying, the turn of the hood. No, this nigga is really him. Like, he's really him. Like, I feel like he, that nigga future, that's like bad energy no, that I don't want. Really him. He's tell, see, this is, and that's the problem. See, niggas don't be understanding that this nigga future is really telling the black experience, though. He's really telling he, what he niggas is, know through. It's, in, it's, 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 it's written. And even the regular nigga is going through this shit at a, mm-hmm. he's telling it from a higher view level. Yeah. Like, you can break that shit down and fill it in your house. Not you about to write a whole next game fleazy future ass album that's yeah. R&B singing. I'm just saying, I'm nigga, you gotta have of, visuals. I'm a student of the music and the art. That is one thing, like I said, it's gonna always be somewhere around me, in me. I listen to that shit. That nigga is really putting on. Not only is he giving you lyrical content and content that you can, you know what I'm saying, feel to your, your spirit, but the okay. nigga also, like, no, cap that shit. That Not nigga, future is the freedom of worship. Any nigga can get into the depths of his depths to bring out a depression. Turn that fucking future on. It's it's him. Oh. Turn turn that nigga future on, and you will you will prevail, my brother. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> y'all didn't hear this from me. The opinions expressed on this episode are not necessarily the opinion of they the hate on, They hate on Hendrix, man. I'm trying to tell them the truth, man. They don't want to know. Go listen, listen. Take all the shit you done heard about him, all the other shit out of it. Out no, of I've phone. listened to the music. I've listened to his the music. Nigga, he's telling motherfuckers the truth. I hear it. Yeah, I just. Just, just go listen to Throwaway. Just go listen to Throwaway. That's it. And I rest my case. Throwaway, motherfucking. I feel like I know exactly what song that is, too. Okay, per. I'm gonna listen. That's my homework, I guess. Goddamn. That's pain. That nigga gave true pain because it's the truth. We both go to it. Monster. And that was out the gate. Not you naming Anthem. Who said that's off the project? Monster. Just go do your research. I, and remember, I told you that nigga was giving real pain. I got you. Talk about hurt, baby. That nigga's hurt. That nigga. Dude. He is. For sure, hurt. He definitely. I, I feel it. So whenever so, I'm reminded I'm hurt, and I hear that nigga, I'm like, damn, you was hurt like that, bro. 
damn, I can't even be mad about my hurt. Let me go give me some money or something, man. That nigga tell me, you think I'm gonna be worried? He said, you think I'll be crying or sick? <laughs> Oh, I love that for you, man. I guess, okay, I guess I'm gonna go back and listen to this album again and listen to it from the perspective, even, from this even, perspective. Look, that ain't even the the, the the uh the none of the rap, none of the this ain't the mainstream, none of that. This is that pop shit. That nigga gave us a pop album. He you did. Know what I'm some real shit to listen to. My favorite song on there is Use Me. Perfect. Niggas gotta know how to use. You know what I'm saying? And be okay. and that's, be used. That's real even exchange in this life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But yeah, enough about Ew. future. Future. Yeah. Who else? Is there anyone else? And yeah, mainly that and shit. Just my shit, really. My niggas. Billy Vincent, like I said, that nigga shit been had me in a chokehold for the last since I, I ran into that probably like months ago or something, or maybe if that shit ain't get the same four songs. Nigga, I don't even give a damn. The same ones. Yeah. Let that bitch repeat. I'ma sing the same shit over because I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Until I don't feel that shit like that no more. And I got some other shit I'm feeling. I'm really feeling a lot of this unreleased music though. That's really I've been in my own zone. That's why I can't yeah. really name them. If I was back in the listening lane yeah you're not like in a consumer's space right now yeah but no i've been i've been finding all the artists that that pain energy from for sure though i love it man this album is about to be fire i i'm very excited to hear like this is almost crazy that i'm hearing you say that you are working on an r&b album like when i tell you i was literally like damn this nigga that's all i want that's all i want in life everybody said that well you need to sing you you always rapping. You need to sing. I'm like, all right, it's coming. All right, I, I, I heard you. it. I heard it for at least five years when I was trying to get my other sound shit together. I got it now. Like, it's coming and it's gonna be great. And I'm gonna enjoy it. And I hope y'all enjoy it for sure. Cause I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of it. Aww. I ain't gonna. Don't think I'm gonna be on stage just crooning and shit. That ain't how. That, that ain't how it's working. You know no. what I'm saying? How it's working then? What's it? What's it gonna look like? The rollout? Give me something. Oh, ain't no, no. rollout. Just gonna get it. That's what it and is. Hear it, and I'm gonna get y'all some good visuals. I'm trying to. I'm trying to create something big as far as that shit is concerned. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we're gonna circle circle that around visual. Let's circle big circle around visual. You y'all, know friends, I told y'all big R and B sex symbol fleazy literally it, yeah. it was literally like just meant to be i feel like this is going to be a gray era but okay look i have like two more questions right so what is your favorite bar that you've ever written bar that i've ever written i got so many oh no nah, I, I love that i got like the pen what's up uh give me a couple i don't I can't just call them off the top because they just go all in the flow of song and there's so many of them. It's too many. I don't have no favorites. No favorites. No favorites. I got favorite songs, but I don't got no favorite bars. Like, I just, I just... Say, you know, yeah. Man, yeah that shit. So he basically said, friends, the nigga basically said, like, his pen is just that nigga and he don't even got time to go back because he already said what he got to say. Period. Pretty much. Pretty no much. cap. Oh, no cap. That That's I, all I heard, honestly. So what's your favorite song that you've ever written? Uh, Top three. Right now, my favorite songs right now. I ain't gonna say everything. Yeah, right now. Go ahead. 
my my top three right now, I gotta say, acting different is in the top for sure. Free uh, game. Um, I really like this song on the Sad Boy Fleazy project called One. That's, oh, it is my shit. Everybody else like proud of my space for whatever reason, but I enjoy. That's a beautiful listen. That's no, it is a good song. song. No, it's a good song. The nigga was in his bag. Like, I was, you know, like, nigga was feeling a little suffocated, but... I'm about to listen to that shit literally in a second. I love that song. Them wasn't the ones. Like, I like like sometimes on that project, and I like one. Yeah. Those was the ones, because, like, I feel like I I gave more of a... On one, I gave more of a musical, like, music. You know what I was giving? It was, like, groovy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... I'm planning on trying to put a, a video together for that one because I really I had a good concept for that and I think mm-hmm. that needs to be displayed for sure. But uh, I would say yeah. that those are probably like the top top five songs for me. That's like two R and B, three rap songs. Uh, so I'm lying. I gotta get. I gotta put that um that uh fleazy season in there too because that was just really one of my most introspective songs that I put out personally. Yeah. And then all my next gang shit, like all the next gang shit you could find me on, like any freestyle. Take off, gonna always be my favorite. Yeah, you're a whole rapper, like an actual hip hop person with bars that can do this shit. You can do a lot of things. It's very interesting to to see just like the different directions like your music has taken, and to know that it does come from a like a genuine place. Like that's really dope. So last question though, friend, um, what is the biggest overall lesson that you've learned in life? The biggest overall lesson. Is one lesson. The biggest one up to date is not taking things for granted. Mm. Not taking the things that are around me that I have currently for granted. Having a, a, a attitude of gratitude for what I do have mm-hmm. and not necessarily focusing so much on what I don't and knowing that what I don't have will come to me in my time of need, but I don't have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there, just, it's in motion. Yeah, it's gonna happen when it happens. You know what I'm saying? And I that does come with a level of patience, but you know, that's that's the biggest lesson, you know what I'm saying? That and patience, honestly. Because yeah. you got you gotta have that in order to, to be able to have that type of mindset type shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I love that. And I, I'm very obsessed with like how your brain works. I'm very thankful for you coming to chop it up with me. Like, listen, I, huh? I said, no problem. I like, literally, I appreciate it so much. Like I am like this dramatic person and I am so extra. And, but like, when I tell you that, like, I really appreciate just like what you're doing, the fact that you're continuously doing it and you look cool, goddamn doing it. Like, that's so dope. That's so, hey, thank you so I appreciate much. it. And I appreciate you having me on to your to your, uh, your networking, you know what I'm saying? On your podcast. Per, per. Yeah. go make some, <laughs> we, we, y'all, close friends on IG. We gonna talk. We, we have some things to talk about, goddamn. Conversations and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody go check out my project, Lost in Traffic. You know what I'm saying? I'm also dropping some some crypto shit. We're going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? Another The later date with this Lost in Traffic project. So y'all be looking out for that shit as well. You know what I'm saying? Ease off that little project. 
Yeah, thanks for having where me. Where can we find you? Where Where are the places that you want people to to look for you at? Besides you the music platforms. Everywhere. Um, Next Gang Fleece, N-E-X-T-G-A-N-G-F-L-E-E-Z-Y. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Put, look me up on anything. You're going to find me somewhere smiling at some shit. <laughs> Aw, so dope. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a good rest of your day and your life and take thank care you. of your brain and things. Thank you. For sure. Have a good day. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, says something about something goddamn. So this week, I just got a little something to say, and it's actually like a very enlightening piece of a conversation that I was having the other day, right? So um, in getting to know people, um, something that I have always struggled with and currently am like navigating through and learning how to to deal with is understanding that everybody is not going to know you as a human and understand you, your energy as a human, like off top. Goddamn. I just be expecting everyone to know who the fuck I am off top because I am a person who, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like I look at the world in a way that is very, very pure kind of, I guess. Like I look at humans as literally, I look at everyone as a little child or something. And not that I'm sunning niggas or anything, you know, I do be feeling like be sunning these niggas sometimes, but more so I look at people like in their purest form, always off top. Um, so when people don't do the same for me, it, it is very hard. Um, and not even hard. It's just very interesting to navigate, I will say. Um, because my ego is like, nigga, you won't know who the fuck I am. But anyways, I say all of that to say, um, I'm having a conversation, just like getting to know a person in a space. And I kind of ask their perception of, um, so I'm just gonna like full disclosure. So I asked their perception, like what, like what their perception of the wellness internet aesthetic of, being the spiritual lady. Um, so I kind of preface that with, um, well, we were having a overall conversation like about wellness and about, you know, eating fast food all the time and things like that. And just taking care of your body and healing in general. And, um, the person was very kind of like resistant, um, or I, I felt a bit of resistance just in the conversation, just like the natural flow of conversation. Um, so I asked the question, so what's your perception of this? And like, on the internet because I'm thinking that the internet is like this point um, of reference that everyone understands. However, the person um, was kind of taken aback by that and they kind of gave me this super fucking gem in this moment and were like, it. they said it, it confuses them in, com- in conversations where um, it confuses them in conversations when um someone brings up the internet in spaces that don't have anything to do with the internet like overall wellness and being this person and being a spiritual person and what people consider as such right has nothing to do with the internet so why even bring that up as like a vantage point or something you know so that really got me thinking like is our life has my has my brain and my 
point of relativity to the rest of the world become kind of skewed by social media and what it is. Um, and especially because I don't fuck, I hate social media. It is just a matrix within a matrix. You feel me? So I personally don't like it. I, I think it is a an amazing marketing tool. I think it is amazing when you're trying to sell a product or some sort of intellectual property. Um, however, um, a lot of times my perception is that everyone uses the internet for this and sees the, the little nuances that on the internet that I question, such as the fake ass wellness, um, aesthetic, um, and wellness industry in that, in on the internet, that, that performative type internet things. And that can be with like rappers, wellness, fucking anything. So I don't know. It made me really get to thinking and it it really made me think about the ways in which I can be mindful and mindful about social media and my personal ingestion, because no, that shouldn't be brought up into conversation that has nothing to do with internet things and internet activities um, because the internet is, again, a matrix within a matrix. I hope all of that made sense, but I really say all that to say, right, of this week's OG says is, goddamn, stop bringing the internet into non-internet things. Goddamn, word to Jay Soja on my mama. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I guess that's the end of the episode. I ain't got shit else to say. Um, if you know, you know, goddamn. Um, but yeah, um, moving right along. Let's close things out on me. All right, y'all, you know, I love to end these episodes with some sort of energetic climate to carry us into the week. Some sort of word that I have divinated, goddamn, from spirit um, on behalf of the collective. Um, yeah to get us through something that we need to hear goddamn um so this week i was called to pull from one of my favorite poets shout out to janae for putting me on years ago thick not han rest his beautiful beautiful soul um but yeah i was called to pull from his book called how to love um i have been having having a lot of i yeah i've been having a lot of just love related things come up for me lately. So I just, yeah, I, I looked when I thought about doing this energetic climate segment. Um, I just looked over and this felt like the perfect tool to pull from today. Um, and also all of my world reminders on pattern have been like about love and about relationships and about moving through the world, um, with others, um, partnerships, whatever, platonic or romantic relationships you have with people um that's kind of been the overarching theme and i think it's because of springtime this is the time of birth of new beginnings of mating of creating these partnerships and creating foundations for partnerships right um but yeah that being said um you know i danced around to some gospel music a little bit and i asked spirit to give us a message and a word that we needed goddamn and honey this is what we pulled um three kinds of intimacy and ironically um this is page 33 of how to love by thick not han but yeah three kinds of intimacy there are three kinds of intimacy physical emotional and spiritual these three should go together 
every one of us is seeking emotional intimacy. We want to have real communication, mutual understanding, and communication. We want to be in harmony with someone. When an intimate relationship contains all three elements, then physical intimacy is more meaningful and can be very healthy and healing on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's probably the perfect way. I have nothing to say. I'm actually baffled that this is the page that I picked, the page number, as well as the subject matter. Because honey, when I tell you definitely needed that word, definitely is something that I have been thinking about myself and my own personal relationships, intimate relationship. Um, so yeah. Y'all, that's it. That's all, goddamn. Thank you so much for listening. I want to, first of all, just give a huge shout out to Next Gang Fleazy. I'm not going to put your government name out on this bitch, but definitely shout out to you. I appreciate that conversation that we had. I appreciate you for taking your time. I am always so fucking humbled by these motherfucking artists, right? Taking their time, these artists, these creatives, taking their time to speak to me about their brains, about their feels, because that's all I love to talk about. I really just love humanity and connecting to humanity through the fields for real for real y'all um but yeah um go follow next gang fleazy on all the things check this the um description for this podcast episode to see all of those places and ting um but yeah that being said nigga thank y'all so much for listening to this podcast thank you so much for ingesting my art it really does mean a lot it means a lot when i get feedback from y'all it means so much when i get little sound clips and recordings of things that resonated with y'all um little clips and quotes and stuff that really means so fucking much um this week Y'all, I'm going to just start getting giving shout outs to, to my niggas, for real, that I know are listening and that I know um, really fucking support me. So number one, shout out to motherfucking Tyler. You are just the GOAT, seriously, and always. I fucking love your brain. I think you are an amazing, um, amazing human, amazing spirit, amazing soul. And I feel that... You really are like a vessel of not only a vessel of like a beacon of light, goddamn, <laughs> but you really are just like, I, I really feel like you are this vessel that was really put here as a central piece to this community shit. Like, seriously. And as I'm saying this, like, I'm getting like so like heavy in the chest, like, because humans that are that fucking genuine in all ways um they are so hard to come by and i know that because i i view life in this or i tend to go about life in this very naive way thinking that all people have the best intentions all people are aligned with their path all people are spiritually and energetically sound and benevolent you know um I automatically view people as that. And oftentimes I get bit in the ass for that. Um, so I've kind of learned how to be more weary of humans um, simply because of the jadedness that humanity and society has given us, you know, um, not even humanity, but society has um, like really puts on us as humans. Um, but I say all that to say um, finding people who 
whose spirit is genuine and you can fucking feel it like through the internet goddamn and otherwise um I think that's just very hard to come by and it means so fucking much dog that you support me and that you exist and that you uh, fucking keep going you know that really does mean everything to me so I say all that to say nigga new segment alert we about to start shouting niggas out so if you fuck with me um like I fuck with you because I really do fuck with y'all for listening um I'm gonna just start shouting you out so nigga help me help me help you goddamn not even help you just (laughs) help me cry a little bit because this this shit like I've like always wanted to do this like I've always wanted to be in media surrounded by music surrounded by fucking hip-hop specifically um surrounded by artists and creatives you know I really was born in this shit you know um and it it means a lot to be able to navigate this space and be comfortable in doing it and just feeling affirmed so that's my first shout out tyler shout out to you jedi five one motherfucking two goddamn is this gonna be a fucking jedi this podcast is just gonna become like a jedi five one two stand club shout out to you my nigga for real like but next week i'm gonna have a new person a new face that i can rant over and appreciate but that being said nigga the episode is over (laughs) bye guys i appreciate you so much follow me on all the things at organic with og on instagram for podcast updates and aesthetic things also follow me at og adriana goddamn my micro blog of an instagram where i post random things please don't take everything seriously on on there like i promise i i'm not on there to hurt no feelings i ain't on there to 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 get caught up goddamn um yeah also twitter at og adriana underscore definitely not on there to get caught up um i realized that on this podcast i rarely shout out my um tiktok i kind of sometimes make tiktoks not really but at sometimes um but you can follow me on there at og adriana underscore as well god damn it um and yeah thank you bye uh i'm done i'm about to go be be a uh practicing dj's wife or something goddamn please help kellen this is when i need kellen to stand me to tell me to stand up i think i'm gonna just take that clip no i think i'm gonna tell this nigga to send me a clip of him telling me to stand up because i really need to stand up but y'all shout out thank you bye (laughs) really bye